and welcome to the Computer Game Show. I'm your main one, David Turners. In second place this week is Matt Murray. Hello. His assistant, Sean Bell. Yes. I'm relegated to the bottom <laughs> of the pile, James Farley. Now, yeah. we're going to start this show by explaining what happened last week. Firstly, I'll describe how my experience was on wednesday and uh and then i'll I'll hand it over to whoever wants to take the uh the baton <laughs> as it was um so i edited the show this for those of you that didn't notice the show was out of daylight right and Can we I, hate doing it wait, wait, wait. okay before you begin all this right i am fully prepared to admit fault in this but if you're right, gonna okay, be a well, dick well, no, well, no, well, no 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 it's if fine they be, don't know what's no, happened no, no. yet if you're gonna be a dick about this then this is gonna go differently so, hey, tell, you what, tell you what, James, I ain't going to be a nice guy about it, right? I'll tell you that straight <laughs> up. I ain't going to be a fucking nice guy about it. And if you really want, I'll explain why I ain't going to be a nice guy about it at the end of the story. We weren't happy that the, the show come out of daylight. Um, I was particularly not happy because I had to. St- I, I have to always fucking put so much effort in on a Tuesday night to get the fucking thing put together and out. I've explained countless times on this show that I edit the podcast by just stitching everything together, taking out the breaks and putting it out there. I can't listen to the full thing. I ain't got the time for that shit, right? Matt cares about the schedule more than he cares about most things in his life, which is insane. <laughs> but but I, whatever, we've all got our own diet. Focuses on life that just happens to be Matt, so I know he he finds it very important that Wednesday TCGS day yeah, is out there. I, I, I cancel everything. Wednesday is the day. It's, it's a shame the you don't feel about interface Shut up, the same James. way, Matt. You don't get to chip in. Right? You don't get to chip in at this point. Edit the podcast, upload it, send it to Spong so it could be published on the on the Tuesday uh, on the Wednesday. Right? Driving to work, listening to it. About 12 minutes in, I literally hear James get up from his seat, walk out of the room, and then come back a couple of minutes later, slamming doors, fucking rustling around. I thought, what the fuck is going on here? Then the farting started. I mean, I've never heard anything like it. Honestly, unbelievable, right? Like proper full-on comedy farts like the, you know the ones you get on those farting apps they start then just a massive burp i don't right, remember don't, that one directly what into could? the into the mic including the blow away you know what Aww. i mean so it's like a burp and then right, like, it was like oh my god what is this so i went into the whatsapp group when i got to work and said right this is almost unlistenable james is farting burping and and just moving around all over the place throughout the show like what are we going to do matt rightly said just well it's done now is it edited i've started the youtube process it's it's done james freaked the fuck out demanded we don't put it out right and then had the cheek to say with the audio that's that's coming out you're not allowed to do anything with that either right I had to go home that night, explain to Joe, you know how I didn't talk to you all last night because I was fucking editing, right? Got to do that all again tonight. She weren't happy. It put me in a shit situation. Three hours I had to listen to isolated farting from James Farley <laughs> directly in my... It, I, I nearly threw up three times, right? <laughs> it, uh, James, here's, here's why I'm not letting you off the hook, right? We've been through this before. We've been through it before. Okay, you're muting... St- Whatever, um, you know, process you've got in place to mute your mic, Mike, that didn't work. That was the problem, right? But I say to you before every recording, 
test record. That should be part of your test recording. Okay, that's it. No ifs, no buts, no excuses. We've been through this before. We've been through it. I cannot believe it's happening again. And that's all I'm going to say for now until you start rising up again and I have to beat you back down, all right? Over to you, James. <laughs> Look, all I can say was I don't know what happens. It, it, I, I still don't know what happens. I thought because... you had a dodgy takeaway. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, mean I'm, I don't want to sort of libel them, but, you know, what can go, I, I wouldn't go there again. It's, it's... Hey, man, we used to, when I used to live in Chester, we had a walk and go. It was all right. Yeah. Were you <laughs> farting directly into microphones yeah. for the next... Um, uh... Was it, yeah, but was only it for fun. okay to the point where you recorded your farts for three hours? <laughs> was that happened? Did that happen, Sean? You're so proud See, of it. The uh, thing is, no, right, it's, not for public I, consumption, no. Just... I was in a lot of pain last week, and I felt awful. But being a professional, I still did the show. And Being I a professional, thought... I farted directly into a microphone and sent that audio <laughs> file to the guy that edits it. Um, well, yeah, fucking well Also, you left the room at one point. Also, at one point, you said to someone in the room, I'm going to be here all night. No, no, no. <laughs> he's, he's, that, was, that was the funniest bit. When Matt was talking about um, when Matt was talking about a night in the woods, James sighs and goes, I'm going to be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking he was not. on mute. I did not sigh, and that was in response to somebody else. This was not. This is the thing. It's funny so, that James, someone else because... we can't hear on the recording. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the, that that microphone managed to pick up your asshole, but it's didn't right manage to pick it, up it? anyone else in. The... You've got your mic next to your asshole. <laughs> I mean, I know you talk out your ass a lot, James, but um, what's so, gone? Carry on. What were you saying? So anyway, I've got. Okay, so the problem is, is the microphone that I use doesn't have like a physical like mute button. There isn't. One. I mean, we all told you to get the Yeti, but you had to go for the Snowball. <laughs> I mean, you're no. the richest among us, but you you had to go for the cheaper. <laughs> you mic. Carry you on. told me to Carry get the Snowball, but anyway, no, we told you to get the Yeti. Go on. You did not. You Don't never said make that. me pull up the messages. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, there's no saved. physical. There's no physical mute, and so okay, I use some software. That um, also, I'm you know, I wouldn't recommend this software anymore, to be honest. Uh, which is called Mute My Mic. Uh, so it's called Mute My Anybody has definitely failed at its only job on this occasion. Well, it's it? the thing; it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because I was totally muting it the whole time, and then because you guys didn't hear it, so you know, like when when we were recording, it wasn't so that it loud. was just it was just Audacity still picked it Sean, up. Sean, during yeah. the during the a show, how yeah. often do you mute your mic? Uh. Pretty much never, as evidenced by the infamous keyboard episode. Yeah, so, Matt, no, uh, you... Second I mean, question, you Sean. Your mind? Um, during the show, how often do you fart? <laughs> Matt, <laughs> very very how rarely. Do, how many times do you mute your mic? Um, I used to do it a fair few times, and now I don't, because there's a very slight clicking sound. James, yeah. when we were on Play Radio, and you come and did a, show, a few shows with us on Play Radio, right? Did you just, like, get up and walk out during the show, or did you just, like... Fuck it, just let yourself go. Let your bowel movements That's different. take place. I told you, I was in serious pain, like, through the whole of that. Like, really bad pain. And you're, you know, this is, this is like a medical condition, and you're, like, laying into me Medical for condition. You ate shit food. Eat better food. <laughs> what, what, uh, here's a question as well. Why did you just walk off? Did you go for a shit? No, I, uh, no, I, what? what? What happened? Be honest with me. Be straight up. I went to go and get my PlayStation Vita. Oh my fuck off, James. <laughs> James, just lie. It's easier. This is worse. James, you're an idiot. 
Are you taking the? Are you playing games while we record? Do you do I'm, that? I'm genuinely, not, he's, he's I'm taking not the piss while we record. Because, like, right from now on, you're in the play radio studio. Every time we start recording, you're in the play radio. You don't f- fucking just walk off. You don't play games. You don't. F- f- let ass gas out everywhere right (laughs) you've got to focus you've got to focus this mute button is not for you to get away with stuff you you i mean that's for extreme circumstances and all right your farts were extreme because honestly when i was editing one of the sound waves i I looked it up and i genuinely thought i don't remember james shouting and then like <laughs> played it, and it was a massive fart. And, like, I I'd never heard anything uh, like uh, it. I don't remember a prolonged seven seconds of loud sound. <laughs> Followed by into a squelch. The mic. <laughs> the, the worst <laughs> thing was, was when you sent me that message saying that I've begun to recognise them by the waveform. That was... That was that the... <laughs> yeah, I, I just... James, uh, uh, here's, here's the thing, right? Twice you've done this, right? You've done other things as well, but twice... You have fucked up the recording like that, and twice you've knocked us off our schedule. What I'm saying is that there's no more chances now. What annoys me is that you wouldn't let any of that audio go out, right? Because we said when we started that this is no holds bar. We should fucking just put everything out there. No ego, no nothing like that. Just put everything out there. If you feel like you want to say something, you say it. If you fuck up, that goes out there, right? You putting a, like, you saying, no, you can't put that out, fine. That angers me, don't get me wrong, it angers me, but next time, and there will be a next time, I've got no doubt about it, next time this happens, it's going out. There is, this is the only way I can, ins- like, I can make sure that you ain't going to just, like, that you're going to start taking this seriously. If you fuck up like this again, James, it's going out. And it, I so, might even sell it on iTunes. <laughs> the thing is, right, is, you see, I have taken some steps to improve this now. I'm back out in the garage where it is completely silent which okay, is right. which i thought would be better and you know i'm, I'm totally focused i'm not even going to use the mute because it doesn't work anyway so i'm just gonna uh-huh. I'm, I'm not gonna mute anything why don't you but like... I did, you're saying stuff that uh, hold on james you're saying shit that should be standard like can, can, I, Dave, can i just ask a question though right because we, we 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 started this recording kind of before i was ready can i just open my can of diet coke <laughs> is that a euphemism no, it's uh, hang on. Um, yeah, James. Right, <laughs> if, if you need to fart, just fart into a pillow or something. I don't know. Just I don't have those around, Matt. It's um, well, I'm in a garage. It's uh, you know, it's not so comfortable. I, I, I just uh, can we can we? It just uh, James, it it fucks me off. And uh, right, okay, so I th- I suppose the next step is we use the audio that you put out, and I don't give a fuck anymore. And if you get the on with me, and you don't want to be my mate anymore, fine. Just, I'm putting that audio out if you fuck up again. Set, the second thing is, if it happens again after that, that's it, you're off the show. You can't, I, we can't do this anymore because this is getting ridiculous. It's happened it's, twice, but I do apologise. It's not just twice, though. It's not just those two moments either. There's been all sorts of shit. Um, so we won't just, go talk about that, though. I do, oh, I, okay, fine. That's what happened last week. Um, James is going to start taking this seriously, and uh, I guess we can move on. I mean, have you unless had... anyone else has anything else uh, to add. I mean, have you had a walk and go this week, James? No, I made absolutely certain that wouldn't happen. And uh, have, yeah, you, have you had are... any takeaways like beans on toast, uh, muesli? I don't know, muesli. Well, anything no. like no, okay, fruit and fiber. No, no, I'm good. Curry. Okay, mm. good. Okay. 
Beans. Um, um, beans. Um, <laughs> beans. <laughs> and right. um, you've got mute my, and mute my farts is on. You've got that ready to go. Okay. <laughs> and you're not going to regret this, Matt. You're going to regret this. What is that mean? <laughs> well, like, listen, listen, what does Sean, that mean? Sean, Sean's being, you know, he's being tactful. He's not sort of, you know, having keep having a dig. Little Matt here. Yeah, but he's, Sean he's, makes me laugh, James. right? Because he was pissed off as he was as pissed off as everyone else, and now he's fucking bottling it. What's the matter with James? Are bottling it? <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was bang up for doing a supercut of all the unwanted noises. Um, but Dave was like, "No, look, James has said he really doesn't want this to go out." Uh, I was pretty upset about that. I thought it was going to be funny. You did it anyway, right? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been, I've been good. Oh, but I but, mean, Dave, it, Dave will still have the original audio, so you know. <laughs> no, it's gone now. I just have oh, get it? everything. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's officially Sean, gone. Like, now. This is this is like when you hand your notice in at work, and the last month you just don't really care and you do what you want. You've got like nine months now, or whatever, of just doing whatever you want. It doesn't matter. That's the point. Yeah, start yeah. taking liberties because yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm off anyway. How are you not angry about it? Oh, well, I suppose you weren't the one editing three hours of farts out of the podcast. Yeah, you know like, I, mean? I mean, obviously, yeah, like for Midnight Resistance, I've had episodes where I've had to, yeah, like go through someone's audio with a fine tooth comb and it's it's not enjoyable. And no, generally, generally not. people who cause that don't get invited back on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, there might be a little trend that we have to carry forward. Matt, are you? Because both of you, I was expecting a little bit of backup, but you both, Matt's coming with his well, wise no, no, cracks. I mean, I mean, no, just, just being his little digs. I was know, little digs about I, stuff. I was livid. I mean, I, I don't mind, you know, if your if your farts, you know, um, ruin other people's lives, but when they ruin the fans' lives and they delay a show, that's that's when it takes. <laughs> It goes, gets, it gets too far. I, I just, They're listeners, Matt, not fans. Well, we've, James, we've been over well, this. the thing is, the, the, like, you saying to Matt, oh, you're getting your little digs in. Good. He, I'm Matt, keep getting your digs in because James Thanks, fucking deserves it. He deserves it. He bought this I, I, on I'm himself. Saying, if it was me, oh, no, I, I would have you, just I'm... put the audio out. I, I, if it was me, my, I mean, I, I, I might have done the odd fart and I thought, oh, God, he's giving me, but it clearly wasn't me. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> because James has drowned mine out. Um, but I just, yeah, just put it out. I mean, just put, yeah. yeah, but it's James. James has got an ego that we don't know about. Like he's, he's, he tries to hide it, but he's definitely got an ego. Because I mean, if it was my <laughs> ass that was sounding off, I would have just gone there, yeah, put it up, whatever. I we can't. Remember. James is like, oh no, what are people gonna think of me? Uh, also, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure if people would have like figured out what it was. I mean, you always hear sounds in the back of podcasts. I mean, no, Matt, no, no, no. it they, was they so blatant. Known. Yeah, like, it was so blatantly a fart. It was unbelievable. And I mean, yeah. the burping and stuff. Yeah, it, no, was yeah, it, insane. It, it was hilarious. I mean, you and I listened to a few cuts, a few bits, and it was brilliant. Some of, some Did of, my, you really? some of my wife's friends know about it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, Matt. It's um, yeah. Look, well, I played, I, I, um, you, I played a we couple of cuts. Recording. Um, I, hope, I hope that, like, you know, one day, Matt's funeral, James turns up. Oh yeah, yeah, James Farley used to do a show. Oh, James, you're the uh, the, the farting and burping guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the fart guy. Yeah. You, you're the fart guy. Oh, Matt would have loved it. And then, and then, and then, and then my, my last, my last song as I go into the ground. James is farting in a van track. <laughs> James can get my computer game collection if he does a massive fart in front of everyone. <laughs> It's walk so, and go. It's walk and so go. So big it's not my that fault. it blows the vicar's little hat off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, me getting cremated is basically James's ass with a lighter. Oh, Fifteen minutes in, what's the what's the follow up? Oh Matt? God, okay, 
Um, so we've in, in in the Google Doc, we'll go ask our past the fart gate um, section follow up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, uh, it's gonna be a big one. Um, given that uh, this is from Alex seventy nine UK. Given that Bell has said minute resistance will be winding down once his wife pops, uh, will the computer game show pops. be stopping as well? Uh, yes, this is the last episode, Alex. Yeah, no, the computer game show wouldn't will not be stopping stop him because Sean isn't that integral to the show. Well, hang, hang uh, on, no. don't <laughs> don't say this as if I've arrogantly introduced this notion that, <laughs> that TCGS should end as well. Fair point. I, I, I wouldn't even wouldn't even dare. Um, well, we can switch him out. We can swap him out. That's yeah. fine. Speaking that of uh, speaking of Sean leaving, we we put a tweet out asking the fans. Um, what what they what what they miss most about about Sean leaving? Um, <laughs> the fans just come back with just fucking like just not even like little jokes. Ah, oh, be you not talk about indie games. It was it was literally they hate you, Sean. <laughs> they hate you. It's great because it was even some of the nice ones. It was like you know, in, like people mean it to be in, like really innocuous, but it's like oh, they've just pointed out something I do a lot, and now I'm going to be really self conscious about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's. I do- uh, Go on, Alan, first in, uh, what would you miss about Sean leaving? The constant shooty bang bang jokes disappearing. Yep. Constant, constant, constant shooty bang jokes. <laughs> you cannot move that in, one time. Sean's audio is full of shooty bang bang. <laughs> Sean, James's audio is full of shooty fart farts. It's uh, ridiculous. Sean's getting wound up. Sean's getting wound up. <laughs> that one time. That was the most like sort of I've ever heard you get about anything. Um, ben that Syme, one time actually. Ben Syme chimes in with a totally different tact. Someone talking about indie games and not just shooty bangs. Okay, so you're sorry. That is um, that's the same thing again. <laughs> um, the calming voice of reason. Um, at least JCA yes. Farley is still there to pick up that slack. What? I mean, voice, I, of, voice reason. of reason, lads. Um, voice of reason. Twister, are you high? I, I don't understand that. Um, Anthony Richardson, that sweet, calming northern voice. We've still got you guys to keep us entertained and laughed. Uh, entertained and is laughed. Is there such sorry. a thing as a sweet, calming northern voice? Mm. That's me. I don't know. You right? Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Next, um, Adam, late to, late to the party. <laughs> Just defending a bunch of people. Go on. Late to the party. Eighty-two. <laughs> Fucking hell! The lengths Captain Toss will go to to avoid his E three turn. I mean, <gasps> oh god, yeah, I forgot this about is this. Huge, and it's an actual life ruiner for myself. Yeah, so after we finished recording last week, I that I just remembered there was something I wanted to talk about um, on the show, and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I forgot to mention it on the show. Of course. So when's the baby due, Sean? Uh, October. October, yeah. which means you're going to be out for at least a year, I reckon. Yeah. So you're back October 2018, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that means that it won't be around free free. Yeah. But Matt, can I not just swap with Matt? Yeah, do that. Well, yeah, fine. That works, yeah, don't that, it? Yeah. That's exactly it. But that yeah. means that Matt's got Missy free next year. <laughs> How do you feel, Matt? I'll tell you what, Matt. I could swap with you now if you want. If you want to, if you want to do this year, and I'll do next Ooh, year. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, no, you'll, you'll notice I'm not yeah, offering that. Yeah, I was about up. to say, <laughs> Matt. There's there's absolutely no way you should swap that. No way. There's no. absolutely I, I no I'll way be, you should swap. I'll be insane to do it. It's going to be the biggest E3 yeah, ever, like fact. for a long time. That's a fact. <laughs> it's going to be insane. I've I've been hearing that we're going to see here uh, see uh, something from Shenmue Three as well, which is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> 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 
can I just say, I didn't snip that audio from another podcast and put it in. <laughs> James genuinely just made exactly the same noise again. That's something for the uh, Sean Pooter games. Uh, next mix probably uh, um, I'm yeah. just not looking forward to that getting revealed because I know it's going to be like it's not going to be what everyone wants it to be it's depressing well find out when I lie about it no, <laughs> it's all going to be lies isn't it the whole thing's going to be lies oh, I know what it's going to be that will be incredible yeah I'm not looking forward to it and when you let me know over email um, last week Dave I pretty much had a breakdown really why just, I, 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 not, I don't want to know what my life is like without an E3 every year to get excited over. You want to grow up, Matt. No, Dave. <laughs> There's <laughs> very few things that get me as hyped as, as an E3. It's amazing. I mean, you never know. Like, it might, you know, might get to June next year and I'll just I'll just fire off an email. Like, if my kid is a complete fucker, right, and I'm just having a full... <laughs> out, lads. I'll just, I'm just having a total breakdown. I'm just like, look, guys, I couldn't give a fuck about E3. I'm not watching it anyway. So I'll I'll just come on and <laughs> I thought you were gonna say next year <laughs> you're gonna sort of email us and go, Yeah, I've moved out. Um <laughs> Yeah, and the Wi Fi travel lodge is shit. So <laughs> Matt, honestly, I genuinely like honestly when I did it last year, it was so hard to do while E3 was going on, but it was probably one of the most memorable E3s for me because it was just all that information being injected at once, like on this show, it was good. It's worth it. Trust yeah. me. It's worth doing. I mean, I'm going to have to turn you, everything this, off. This is the cool thing. I know you. If we say you got to avoid E3 that time, you you will do everything in your power to avoid all news. It, you know, I know how committed you are to stuff like this. James, on the other hand, <laughs> fucking... It's got I, previous. I, yeah, of course it's got previous. Um, that's if he makes that, you know, two more fuck ups and he's off the two show. Two more farts, so. it's game over. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're, we're carrying on with um, why. What's the best thing about Sean leaving? Uh, Sean's good. Yeah, back to me. When when Dave rips piss out of him, yeah, I, I think you have yes. that pretty well. Um, it just goes quiet. Yeah, you don't give any back. I just I just clam up. I'm just like, don't cry, don't cry. He just, he just tries cry. to fire back with witty comments like mm, "shooty bang bang," mm. which is his new catchphrase. If you want to. If anyone's got Photoshop and you want to <laughs> take a picture of Sean and write shooty bang bang in different fonts around his face, please do that. Yeah. And send them in to you'll, you'll uh, get at a, computer. You'll get a retweet. Or whatever. At computer. <laughs> you will definitely get a retweet. And if you see someone prize. else has already done it, don't go, oh, someone's done it now. I won't bother. Just do it. Actually, do no, it no, just, keep just keep doing it. Just keep going. We, yeah, just, every, you know, everyone that yeah. someone sends us is like, you know, picture of Sean's face, a meme thing with shooty bang bang. We'll follow shooty and retweet. Bang bang. We'll follow and retweet. <laughs> <laughs> We will follow and retweet. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> just do what you can, everyone. Just get on it. We will follow and retweet. Um, anyway. What's the P.O. Box? P.O. Box. 79. London. <laughs> 79. Um, Cena Weevil, who the fuck is Captain Toss? Um, bit harsh. Nice. Good point. Good point. His voice of reason. That, that, that's at least yes, two voice of reasons one. thing now. Yeah, um, yeah. Why do people say that? Why do people think that, oh... Sean, oh, I like these other games, not those games. That why do people think that's the voice of reason? It's not. It's the voice of a fucking idiot. Go on. Um, so uh, Stuart Baker, his infectious chuckle and enthusiasm over things, like when someone mentions a game he likes or was looking forward to, he responds with a big yes. And you know, that, that that was a great tweet because that's that's totally 
honest, I think. That was actually nice. Yeah, yeah. I really love that one. <laughs> um, Luke Fender Bears, he does a breathy... <laughs> Do you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. That was a nice tweet and yeah. a nice thing to say to Sean. Fucking boring on a podcast, though, isn't it? Come on, let's get some of the shit again. Luke Fender Bears, he does a breathy little laugh after his own jokes, which I also do, and it feels reassuring hearing it from an internet celebrity. Does he? What do you do? Breath. I, I don't, I don't, I've not picked I don't up know, on I'm that. I'm not really yeah, aware of that. I don't know. Right, yeah, let's, let's there is on. something there, yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> no, I, was, I was thinking about this the <laughs> other day because <laughs> when, when I saw this, I was I was thinking about this, and I thought it's it's the bit like the um you know from the Simpsons that guy uh the the doctor Doctor Hibbert. Oh, don't because I've heard this before. <laughs> sticking the boot <laughs> all the time. Sticking the boot in. <laughs> yeah, he does get it all the time. That that's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam Wiley um, just to mention that JCA Farley's share prices jingle on the last computer game pod was so good it was lodged in his head for the last two hours um, really? I mean Sam Wiley I still Wiley, need to listen to that so, so well I still haven't heard it I do, I do like that jingle right but it it's not rec- like I don't get it stuck in my head I, li- <laughs> I like it but it's just a bit short um, okay now on to <laughs> yeah, you now on to the email extended feedback. remix please Sean Go on, sorry, yeah. Email feedback, let's give a big one. Okay, um, hello, Computer Game Pod. A bit late in writing about this because it cropped up a few episodes ago. What's the deal with hating the fans? It's obvious that Sean, Matt, and James are disinterested in us at best, while Dave completely hates us. I just want to say I see myself as a listener. I don't want to add you on PSN or tweet you bullshit on Twitter. Hoping I'll get a reply. That would be sad. And your heads are big enough as it is anyway. I've just been a non-interactive listener since the days of Joypod, and I'm happy to stay as such, but I've been stirred to action, so here are some questions. Okay, if the fans are so lacking in merit, why divide so much time to their tweets and emails, which James hates reading out anyway? You all want to fuck off to bed when he gets an hour and a half in, reading out listener correspondence is made sound akin to breaking rocks of your heads. Um, I'll answer that one straight off the bat. It's because we can take... The shit we we could take any shit and turn it into good podcasting. And when well. you just say like, give us some questions, it's like chucking shit at us, and we're chucking back gold. Long Hang on, gold. Also, <laughs> also, I don't hate reading emails. That's not really fair. It just I sounds just hate, like it just sounds no, like you do. I just know I hate the shit that I get from David every time I start <laughs> reading them. James, every, every I didn't say I anything reading. to you today, right? And before we started recording, you bitched and moaned about the emails for about half an hour. It's so long. You yeah, well, we haven't, so... we haven't come to that one yet, the, the miniature essay, <laughs> which, which we'll come to in a minute. <laughs> Go on, what's the next question? Okay, um, why do you bang on about listener figures, podcast awards, and the need to rate and review on iTunes? Surely if you don't give a toss about people who download the show, why not just cut out all that stuff and let Matt and James offer the social media bullshit at the end of every episode? Okay, hit, um, it, w- what's wrong with just saying follow us on Twitter? Come to on. To be fair, Matt, you are always going on about podcast awards. I, I mean, that's, vote that's... for us, please. Um, listener yeah. figures, have we? Bo- banged yeah, have on we ever that? even mentioned that? Probably have. Uh, if, we, if we have, it I definitely don't... wasn't sincere. <laughs> But let's, the, the reason why we do that and the reason why we ask for all that sort of shit is because we want to make money. Like We, <laughs> we want to eventually be able to I say to our fans, okay. give us money. And it, it looks stupid if you do, like, if you say, oh, give us money, and then you only get, like, you don't get fuck all because you've got no listeners. So first you get the listeners, then you ask them for money. Yes. Yeah. Simple as that. That's the plan. 
We need some awards because we're never going to get 40 grand a month Patreon otherwise. So reviews first, right? So everyone listening, get on that. Reviews. Then the awards. Hopefully they'll come naturally. Then, you know, then then the money then comes the money. in. Yeah. So it's a, it's a three-step <laughs> process. Okay. Right. Next, S- next bit. Simple answer. Also, what's so bad about Epic Skills 673 joining you for a game online? He could be a fantastic character, a great not, not future with a, not guest with on the like podcast. What's that, James? <laughs> Said so not with a name like that. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with my game tag. Um, he could be a fantastic character, a great future guest on the podcast. Are you completely closed, closed off to dealing with plebs now, and only wish to waft in about verified versions of the podcasting fraternity? If that is, then that if that is so, then what shits you are? You're disgruntled listener. Yeah, well, right, well, I'm a shit then because that that's exactly what it is. I don't want to deal with any of you people. Um, Hang on, how, th- um, that was from our disgruntled listener Tony Fentoni. P.S. James Farley is my John Lennon. Love you, James. Kiss. <laughs> so I mean, um, he's going to shoot you, James. Yeah, that does what oh, that God, means. That is, it? That's literally <laughs> what it means. If John I don't Lennon. want you, if I don't want you on any of my friends lists, it does not mean that I hate you. I don't, I don't know you. You're probably a really nice person, but I, I'm well, steady. That's fine. Let's just keep our distance. That's all I'm saying. I don't dislike you people. If you were to come up to me in the street and go, Ah, oh, Dave, I can't believe it. I'd be like, all right, mate, how's it going? Shake your hand. I'll have some, um, what is it, sanitizer, hand sanitizer in my yeah. pockets. So I'll be all right with that. And, and you know, we're, fine. We'll get on. Cool. I mean, we've had meets before when we were doing Joypod. I, I, I think I was sociable. I mean, I was bitching about all of you the moment I got on that train yeah, on the way home. Epic but... Skills 673. What a prick. <laughs> what a prick. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, it's fine. You live your life. You can have a fantastic life. Keep listening. Keep on listening. Keep, keep and telling, reviews telling your friends. Get nominate us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just acknowledge your existence once in a yeah. while on Twitter and that. Like and subscribe. Actually, I, don't, I love it when people tweet me. Like, that stuff's all cool. Just don't ask for my PSN. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, going back to the do first. Do you ever bit- find? I mean, Dave, Dave's going to say no. Um, do you ever find that like people tweet at you and you just because you just can't think of anything funny or witty, you're like, oh, I'll, I'll reply to that later, and then you just never do, and then you're like, oh, I probably think I'm a cunt now because I never bothered. I've done that a couple of times. And I feel terrible. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. it, 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 there's that, and um, times where you literally just forget, like, it, not even yeah. oh, oh yeah, I'll reply to that, but I'm at work or whatever, and then I get yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've done it a few times where I've I've just thought oh fuck it I know it's like a week later but I'll still reply to this yeah. <laughs> but that looks even weirder I think <laughs> so if that's ever happened to you via me and you thought that I was being an ass I apologise I mean yeah, I am an same. ass but yeah if you've ever tweeted Dave reason. and he hasn't responded just tweet him now what you what you asked weeks ago and, and David get back to you <laughs> add him on PSN yeah. and send him voice messages um, yeah, I mean like finding that game attack. the start right, of the email the start of the email says it's, it's obvious it's obvious that Sean Matt and James are disinterested in us at best How, I, I, look, I've got the follow up section I'm constantly saying let's read all the emails and tweets I'm how can I be this interested in in the fans I love those guys out, out of all of us Matt is definitely the most you know up for it <laughs> It's because he's just the least jaded. He's he's not been in the game as long as we yeah, have. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That is absolutely true. He'll he'll live to regret it. Don't you yeah. worry about that. Okay. 
Next, um, this follow-up session is is, is 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 mental, but we'll carry on. Um, hi guys, enjoyed the last episode. Uh, was great to hear about some chit chat about the positives of Mass Effect Andromeda, and very much enjoyed hearing someone willing to admit Mass Effect 3's ending wasn't the worst thing in the world. I'd like to say something in defence of Halo 5's ending. The Cortana twist gives the series an actual character as a villain, which has been missing for quite a while. Um, and the AI story makes an interesting commentary on the culture novels by Ian M. Banks. I mean. Uh, I just want—I just wanted to put it in there because I, I basically thought the Halo Five ending was rubbish, but um, clear, um, <laughs> clearly I wasn't alone. Next email. Um, this is the one that James was slagging off. So, um, sorry, That's Gary. Fine. Hello, you lovely boys. It's me, the main one of the computer game show's guest. Oh, no, wait, 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 Matt, 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 Matt. You've just skipped off the whole last bit of that email from Luke. Um, oh, sorry. Keep up the good work. Gonna miss Sean. No, no. Yes. What, what about the bit where it says about me being right? You oh, haven't sorry. Read that bit. I, I just thought you. Whoa, put when that were in you right? Sorry. Okay. Also, in ter- this is um, Luke um, again. Um, also, in terms of is what it Luke sh- Summer hates? It is. Yes. Because there's a song. What have I been? I've been singing something recently with Harry all the time and putting Luke Summerhay's name in it. <laughs> oh, God. And you think the fans are weird. Okay. Also, in terms of what this generation does differently, I think James was right. Social stuff is a big deal for a certain age group and the whole Twitch generation. Okay. Next email. I wasn't listening. Bears. I'm trying to think of this name. Oh, are we going uh, to pause the podcast? Fuck. Don't. This is important. Yeah. Sorry. Um, just uh, Luke Summerhay's. yourselves, listeners. I can't oh, remember what it is. Go uh, James, you can have a fart now if you need to. Cause oh, not... I'm going to have a drink, so it's all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I might just get my Luke Vita, Summer Hay- uh, Luke Summerhays. No, I can't remember what it is. Go on. Okay, right. Um, <clears throat> okay. Hello, you lovely boys. It's, it's Gary. We need to talk about Moriarty, the Ruben Report, Milo, and their ilk. I enjoy the Joe Rogan podcast, but find myself needing to take regular long breaks from it whenever he gets onto the nature of offence and free speech, or invite someone like Moriarty on. These are right-wing influences, not centre or right of centre, and a guy like Rogan is a perfect target for them. Rogan thinks he tries to give everyone a chance to have their say and have a, has a huge platform upon which to say it. Most importantly, though, Rogan is totally oblivious to the current climate in and around the games industry and doesn't hear about the nature and frequency of suffering experienced by women in the industry. Like, America, like many American comedians, Rogan is being duped by all these alt-right, phony, free-speech advocates who use the old you-can't-say-anything-anymore adage. They can make this appeal to comedians because it plays on their fear of not being able to tell certain jokes, because it's, but it's simply not true. The truth of the matter is there are some university campuses in America who have taken the concepts of offence and terminology a little too far, to the point where some of their practices are the subject of ridicule. We forget that this is the doing of kids who are finding their feet in the world, who are young and angry about things, and who don't necessarily have much experience of the real world yet. These are small individual examples of kids being a little naive and passionate. At worst, they're pushing forward with vitally important issues and getting it a bit wrong, which is hardly a reason to hate them. The, uh, there are examples of people like Moriarty cherry-picking and saying, look, you can't say anything anymore, let's fight back. But it's not true. They may have offended some academics, but nobody has taken away their right to say anything. And they know this, but it's a sinister tactic to get what they want. Meanwhile, the rest of the left are open-minded, reasonable people who want to see more women or more people of colour represented in the industry. And Moriarty and Rubin are the kinds of assholes who attempt to paint the whole of the left as prudish, Mary Whitehouse, Jack Thompson figures. They want a war, not a discussion. 
I've not dismissed the right's arguments out of hand. These are all opinions formed from listening to their arguments and seeing them as either too simplistic or deliberately rhetorical in order to recruit impressionable young men to their cause. I think they are poison and will hold back women in the future. You only need to take a cursory glance at Ruben and Moriarty's Twitter accounts to see what couple of grade A wankers they are. I know what the International Women's Day so I know that the International Women's Day joke was fairly light, but by being a massive dickhead in the past and deliberately choosing the day to make a shit joke and make it all about him, as opposed to shutting the fuck up and retweeting interesting or meaningful things women have said on the day, shows you what his true colours are. My daughter is five now and she loves games, and I'll be damned if people like this are going to impede her passage into that world, either professionally or as a hobby. Finally, Ruben is a guy who uses triggered as a joke word, so fuck him. And that was from uh, Gary Dusen. Uh, what was it? What do you mean? I thought it was from Gareth Dutton. Oh, oh that doesn't make sense. Oh, God. I'm stupid. Continue. <laughs> End the podcast. Oh, James, you are you are making our fiftieth oh, no, show sorry, quite the highlight. From Gary Dupont. <laughs> you just um, pronounce it that way sometimes. To be fair, so I'm confused. Who's that aimed at? Who does he not agree with? Like, who was that director? Uh, I think it was just a comment in general on the discussion we had last yeah. week, wasn't it? Because I know we, because I know me and Dave talked about this. Because we was well, I was a bit like I felt like I didn't get my point across fully because I was really tired. Um, and we sort of agreed that maybe this wasn't the platform for it anyway, because it's such a huge discussion anyway. Um, so I, I don't think he's having a go at anyone. I think he's just... No, I've I always I was a, a great email, great bit of yeah. feedback. I mean... Yeah. 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 What, what, do you, what do you think then, Matt? Because you had more of an opinion on this dude. And I, I don't know anything about this guy's history, but my point was, when I was approaching this discussion last week was that I don't know anything about this guy's history so I'm not going to jump on the fact of this one tweet and mm -hmm. join along with the ah oh, fucking disgrace I hope he loses his job but at the same time I ain't going to defend the bloke either because I don't know what he's like a anywhere outside this one tweet you know what I mean mm. Mm. Um, yeah and again Gary I agree with a lot of what you're saying um, but again I do think that there's this as I said last week there's this football mentality behind it you you pick a side and you go for it and you're right that the the, the alt-right scene is disgraceful and they are using tactics to i mean you take i watch if you were to look at my youtube recommendation videos at the moment you'd think i'd be some sort of right-wing nut because a lot of it <laughs> is is that i can't remember the guy's name but that sort of american guy that speaks with black hair that speaks like really quick bursts of i anyway but i, oh, I can't remember his name yeah, well, yeah, that fella. He and he goes to you know university campuses and says stuff. And the reason why I watch that stuff is because not because I get influenced by it, but I listen to what they say. And nine times out of ten, it sort of confirms my viewpoint. Like they'll say the mm. odd thing where you go, actually, yeah, no, that does make sense. And then they'll say something, and I go, no, actually, I believe what I that hasn't changed the mm. way I think about this subject. So I just think you're wrong on that one. But then when you look into these characters a little bit further, you see, like, especially, like, the, they'll do these big speeches that get clipped and put on YouTube, and you watch them and you go, actually, yeah, this guy's speaking sense. Then you go on, like, say, Twitter, and you see the stuff they're saying there, and you're like, going, whoa, no. You know, is that a nasty mm. way of sort of gathering in a, a, a generation of YouTube viewers 
and saying, yeah, no, look, see, I speak sense. Everything I'm saying is, is pretty much bang on. And then feeding the nastiest shit in, in other areas so that people, mm. they've got those people on board then and they'll believe the shit they say. I don't know, right? I'm, mm. I, I don't know enough about this whole left versus right thing. And um, what I'm saying is that there's, there's two sides sort of just like f- fucking fighting with each other at the moment. And I think because social media is so... It's extremes, isn't it? It's extreme viewpoints. Like the to get your sound bite, you have to make some pretty like cast iron um, points of view on there. Then you build up your followers, which makes it look like what you're saying is more important than than just a fucking tweet that's been put out there. And it's just mm. dangerous. The whole fucking thing's dangerous right now. It's fucking scary. I hate. It's just too much like anger and the shit in the world for us to be. Oh, I don't know. Fuck this. What, what, why are we even uh, approaching yeah, this? I, I, must say, I, don't I, I don't disagree with anything that Gary said. I mean, this, I hadn't actually heard of, um, of, 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 I think it's Mark Rubin. He does some Rubin report. I hadn't actually heard of him before this Moriarty thing. Uh, I think it's interesting. Mm. I mean, um, I might have mentioned this on, uh, on it, on interface or whatever, but I'll say it here. Like, um, actually, well, you mean the Brexit podcast? I heard, yeah. Uh, I heard no, that. no, it wasn't that. Okay. But basically, um, <laughs> right, basically, you know, I follow a lot of the same people that I think a lot of us on this podcast follow. And when we had like results like Brexit and Trump is like such a surprise because I thought, you know, everyone, everyone I hear about it, everyone's all left and liberal and blah, blah, blah. But actually there's a whole other side of this world. And, and that's why I've started mm. following people like um, Milo on Facebook and Ruben Report and, um, and like pri- prison. Yeah, I wouldn't planet. do that. No, because you haven't or you don't want, or you, I just feel like it's important to like hear the other side and not be totally oblivious to that. No, because it's not. You don't need to be totally oblivious to know that they're just talking crap. It's well, the I thing. Don't and want it's to like, know what crap they're talking about, rather than just me following that, the same like-minded people and just like not and being. Matt's point is fair. I think it is important to hear what they're saying. You know, not not yeah. to not when I say that. I don't mean just in case I agree with it. I'm just saying it's like you know you look at people like that and you keep your fucking eye on them. But then saying mm. that, that's part of the problem because we're just adding to his Facebook followers. Yeah, giving and, them like more oxygen. Yeah, more power. I feel like I, right. I occasionally just like, yeah, like that fucking prison planet guy, Jesus Christ. Like occasionally someone will retweet. And I'm like, Do you know what? I'm just going to look at his feed. And I just find it fucking upsetting. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. It, it takes like an emotional toll on me. Well, I, I guess um, that's the stance that I've come to now. Um, mm. Sean is like mm. I don't follow any of these people anymore mm. and when it mm-hmm. gets too much on Twitter that I, I just turn Twitter off for a bit and yeah. maybe I'm the other end of the problem I'm sort of burying my head and not paying attention but right now it's mm. making me a, a, a happier person not yeah. having to fucking yeah. read all that toilet we should, we should definitely move on because this is ridiculous but I, I, I mean yeah me personally I, I just after the Brexit and Trump thing, I feel like I was too sheltered and just following like-minded people and not understanding other views yeah. in the world. And I thought, ham, I got taken... I, I, the whole thing took me by surprise as much as everyone else. So I thought, okay, I'm going to follow this people that I don't necessarily believe their views, but I want to hear what they're saying and how they're saying it. And then that will help mm. me to understand the world a bit better, I think, mm. rather than just literally following the and same clear, like-minded people. And to be clear, Matt, you're not turning around now and saying that you were standing up and going, oh, no, 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 wait, let's listen... Let's, let's, let's let Adolf get this out. Let's listen to it. <laughs> yeah. he, he was a wonderful it's not painter. That sort of thing. Um, no, yeah. Have, so... you got, have you got like a Daily Mail subscription as well, Matt? Just to understand it more. Shame. Anyway, let's get off this. Um, that was this <laughs> okay, week's yeah, sure. ridiculously big follow-up. If you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod or at the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. We love your feedback, um, good or bad. Um, so send it in uh, soon.
42 minutes in, it's time for the news. <laughs> My God, just give me a big Right. One. So, as Matt and I brilliantly predicted, the, the proper Destiny 2 reveal, well, I'm sure his actual fucking game yet. Yeah. There's a longer trailer um, came out after that initial one that we talked about last week. Um, it certainly bit did. Of a, not, a bit of a mixed reception to this. I think that's fair to say. Um, for those who have not seen it, basically it does this funny thing where it's flitting between that one guy from the game whose name I can't remember being all serious and ah, oh, the earth has fallen and meh, meh, we need to do this and cut into the other guy whose name I can't remember but was voiced by Nathan Fillion being all funny and jokey about it. And it's like, I, I'm all right with it because I think that was just a, a sort of an attempt to acknowledge Destiny's weird identity crisis. Yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. It started yeah. out totally po-faced and then they did, you know, and then year two, they actually made it kind of funny. And so yeah, In fact, some of the year one expansions, they sort of made it kind of funny and instantly I was like, oh, this is tonally weird, but actually instantly more likable. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, t- I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. Matt and I had a bit of an argument about it on WhatsApp. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Matt, Matt seemed pretty upset that it wasn't just a list of things that you can do in the game. That's not true, It's <laughs> a, <that's> a trailer. <laughs> that's that's what you said, Matt. Matt you, it told us nothing about the game. So? Yes. <laughs> okay. Go on. So we had the teaser, you know, it's a little bit of um, CGI with... with it, it's Cade, right? Cade 6, is that the guy's name? Whatever. Cade 6, yeah, um, yeah. And then we had this. And this... This two-minute trailer, which you know, had some sort of uh, you know some some humor and stuff, it just it, it might as well have been a, a trailer for an animated film on Netflix. It holds nothing really about the game. <laughs> like it's what we've seen tons of these CGI trailers for Destiny in the past, and yes, they look cool, and yes, you know, impressive animation and whatnot. But it doesn't tell us anything about the game. And like th- this is basically about as pointless as the teaser image which said destiny 2 and also the teaser trailer before it like once again okay we're still waiting to hear what the game looks like what changes they made it doesn't matter what they showed in this trailer it doesn't mean anything so now we have to wait again for things may 18th which is the gameplay is like a gameplay live demo streaming thing on twitch we have to wait for that to actually mm-hmm. see the game and yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would be happy with just like two seconds of in-game footage at the end, anything. But this is just, it's pointless. It, that could have been 20 minutes. And but like, it's just not pointless. pointless, is it? Well, it, it's it, okay, pointless. It, it tells us why, it tells us what happened for the city to fall. And it sets up, I guess, sets up the game story. But I mean, who gives why a shit? Why do you need to know this shit? The game's not out for ages. <laughs> it's a little teaser, eh, a little bit no, of no, fun. No, no, no. We, Destiny's no, coming, get involved. We've had the teaser. That was that guy in the bar. This is this is pointless. It's annoying. I don't. I don't see. I don't see it as that. I saw it as a bit of a. Hey, come on. No, no, <laughs> Destiny. Right. Destiny Two's coming. Do not. The, the game's right. not out for another five do, or six. Do months. not tease this. Like the you know the 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 worldwide trailer or something for for Destiny, which is some CGI stuff. For yeah, it could be like a Netflix special. Why not? Why not? Give me a good excuse why they Just shouldn't was, do that. Like our. Who's going to be satisfied with that? Oh, great. So we, we know a bit of the backstory. It's another Why have they it's got another to be satisfied CGI, with the trailer, which we had loads before, which doesn't look anything like the real game. It's like, it, it doesn't matter what they talk about. It's not going to really affect how the, how the game is going to be. So yeah, you're but, saying, you're yeah, saying but, you would rather someone sit down in, like with a desk, sit down and go, uh, right, guys, three player fire teams. Um, there's going to be eight planets to explore. Uh, each planet has two strikes. Uh, strike missions. Um, there'll be two raids in the uh, the first part of the game. 
that you can go on. What, what do you want? Like, I don't... I, you're so weird. <laughs> oh, oh, they've got to tell me it now. They've got to give me details now. It might affect my decision on whether I'm buying I, I'm it or not. I'm clearly going to no, buy us day one. It, it doesn't affect that. But it's so just, why do you care? It's just annoying. But it's also... They're why? not going to, like, show... It's not going to be, like, you know, sort of massively changed from Destiny either, is it? It's not going to be, like, suddenly they're going to do, like, a Zelda and it's going to be, like, Toon Destiny. You know, you kind of have an idea <laughs> of what amazing. it's going to look like. I'd love that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought, oh, it's Matt, lighten the fuck up. Like, seriously. <laughs> day, you I bet doing, a day off you work, d- I was so psyched. <laughs> you did this whole thing. You did this whole thing on Interface about how, oh, yeah, entitled millennials. Oh, they, you know, they were so entitled. And then you, and then you'll see it. And now you're here going, they didn't give us enough information on the game that I'm going to buy in six months' time. Yeah. Wait until E3, and we can lie to James about the details. <laughs> well, no, because the, uh, the there was also an image. Gone. There was an image selling the expansion pass, which has literally two little pictures on it. Um, one of which basically shows that it's something to do with Osiris, who's the some lad on Mercury who runs, you know, the whole Trial of Osiris thing uh, that was in Destiny One, which was like a PvP focused thing. I assume he's getting his own little story bit. Um, and then the other logo is that of Rasputin, who is a computer who is sort of made out to be really important throughout Destiny 1, but never really explained why. Yeah. Um, um, also, did you yeah, edition... what this trailer did for me go, yeah, was just them saying, hey, we're going to have a bit of fun. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? And, you Tomorrow know, I, I could I could hear the eyes rolling the moment I was watching that trailer. <laughs> oh, my God, look, they just made him wacky. Yeah, yeah, but, and but I was just thinking, news, nah, he was come like on. This in Taking King. He was, he was arguably the, the best bit about it. Yeah, I know, so, but what I'm saying is that, like, a lot of people, they scoff at trailers like that. But I know that if I was banging into my destiny, I'd love it. Like I, I just would, and I, lo- I love Destiny, but not to the levels like you know these youngsters are. I've got, I, I just thought it was really good. I thought it was a really good trailer, a lot of fun, letting everyone know that we ain't going to be all so po-faced. The <laughs> Destiny Two, there's going to be a bit of a character behind it. Cool. Well, well, I'll check in later to find check out in, what the in, details check in are. Checking in May for <laughs> probably another CG trailer of someone playing multiplayer. Oh, fucking! I want bullet points. God damn it. Punch it. Just give me a bullet point for fuck's sake. Give me a slideshow. Fuck off, Matt. I'm looking forward to the game, though. So, uh, gamer in the fucking toilet again. You surprised me. Um, Good. Profits falling after disappointing Christmas. Um, I mean, this. how many times can they get away with this? How many times are we going to hear this before? And, you know, someone else will buy them out in a bit. Probably Granger will take them over. Do you remember when uh, they were proper in the shit and all their games were up for like next to nothing? Everyone's yeah. just rushing to game for that like month. Do you remember like, they sold everything off and then they wanted all the stock back again, so they said they, <laughs> they could buy it back and they they made a loss on it. That was that um, was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, what, what was the, I think the main thing that fascinated me with this news story, um, which cropped up in a few places. Apparently, Christmas 2016, there were only three games that sold more than a million copies. Those being really? FIFA 17, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, and Battlefield 1. That's it. Wow. Everything else sold less than a million. I mean, presumably that is, you know, just in games. Obviously, that's not including your digital sales and stuff. But exactly. Call of Duty's been sort of uniformly underperforming for you know a couple of years on the trot. There was no Assassin's Creed. Um, 
Yeah, and that that is bad news if you're a shop that sells games. Can I tell you my game story from this week? Just gone. Yeah, go for it. So uh, some of you may have noticed, and we'll get to oh, it. Oh, hang uh, on. Oh, I, terms... There's some more follow-up I forgot to forgot to mention, but I'll, I'll do it after this. It's, it's pretty key. Okay, thanks, Matt. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I I bought a Switch in the end, and we'll we'll come to that later. But oh. um, I wanted to get that uh, official accessory pack, you know, the, with the case and the screen protector. Oh. Because that motherfucker scratches. Um, and... The only place that had it was Game in Sutton. So I thought, okay, fine. I'll check the stock. It said it's low stock, but it is in stock in Sutton. Fine. Um, I checked it on the bus to Sutton. The the shop shut at 7 o'clock. I got there at 10 past 6. The doors were locked. <laughs> there was people inside, Fucking like people working amazing. there. So I just knocked on the door and went, what's going on? It should be open. And the bloke just said through the door, yeah, we closed early. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. Nice one. So Amazing. I went home. I had the morning off after. I thought, these things are selling out quick. We know that. Fine. I got the bus down. Was there nine o'clock for when it opened. Walked in. Yeah, I'll have a Nintendo accessory pack, please. Showed him it on my phone so he knew what I wanted. And mm. it even had it on the phone when I passed it to him. In stock. Right? And he just went, oh, no, we ain't got any. I was like, what? what? It says, literally, it says it. No, we ain't got any. What, what the fuck am I doing here? What am I doing here? What, <laughs> why did I expect anything to go right in this shithole? What, why am I back in this place? So I mm-hmm. just walked out and I, I still haven't got one, but <laughs> I just, what the fuck? It's the attitude and the, I fucking hate that place. I really do. And if you mm. work there and you're a decent person, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to <laughs> bad mouth like your job or the company you work for. Well, the, yeah, the company you work for, definitely. But like, I just, every time I've been in there, I've come away feeling dirty. Every time. Yeah. And that, it was no different. I thought last week might have been a bit different. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It's so, like we've, I think um, we talked about this back in the Joypod days years ago. Like, there's just, there's no experience there going to game. Like, you might as well go to fucking Argos. And I do. Yeah, Tesco's. Like, <laughs> Tesco's. I get, I get a better experience at Tesco's than yeah. I do buying games at Tesco's than I do. Usually in Tesco's, the guy at, or, you know, whoever's at the um, game section, the, the, we have a chat about games and stuff. Like, because yeah. obviously they're in a supermarket and they don't get to chat about games and shit. <laughs> so all of a sudden a nerd rocks up and they're loving it. But in there, it's just like, they want they want you to just hand money over and fuck yeah, off. Yeah, but the thing about Tesco is it's annoying when they try and sell you a warranty for a cucumber. Um, it is, yeah. There is yeah. Right, I mean, I, right. I, 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 I buy games, and yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't even entertain the idea of going to game because they're probably, it's it's expensive. The, the shops are shit. There's, yeah, I just said there's no experience. I, I miss Game Station before before Game bought them. Yeah. You know, game Station, if I was, there was something yeah, there, it was for, I loved it. I loved games. It, it is yeah. the expense as well because like today, like. Rachel started getting interested in Minecraft, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. And like we, so we scary. Played, well, yeah, we played <laughs> we played like the demo on like Xbox and on like PlayStation. And then we were down in the town today, and she was like, "Oh, can we have a look and see? Have a look at it?" And I was like, "Yeah, we'll go in there and have a look." It's like if you buy it on PSN, it's twelve quid. Game wanted twenty five quid for it second hand. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're just like, no, I'm not interested. It's uh, yeah, it's not so good. Did we talk about what game did? With the whole Switch launch, I can't remember if we got onto that or not. No. Did it? Because well, basically they didn't have enough. They didn't have half as many units as they thought they would for some reason. Which I mean, 
maybe this is unfair, but I'm just inclined to believe that that's game's fault. Um, so loads of people who thought they were getting their Switch uh, day one from game just got an email from DPD, the courier, saying, them give us the par- the parcel, mate. Like this, <laughs> this, this is why this is why game I, under the bus. This is why like, I'd never pre-order from game. But how yes. you yes. did you pre-order from game, James? <laughs> that's that's the joke, Matt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you pulling a Sean Iyer? Right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Um, I didn't actually put this in the doc, but in similar news, Mad Cats are filing for yeah, bankruptcy. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I I am because. You know, there's been a quite a resurgence in the whole fighting game scene over the last few years, and That's they've had the point. exclusive rights to do the official controllers, yeah. and they've somehow just they're never available, but, but and they're massively overpriced. Right. Resurgence, but it's still it's still like a niche, isn't it? Still it's, niche, I guess. You know, yeah, still yeah. Like it, it was having the official people, rights yeah. to do Guitar Hero that basically sunk them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was Rock or whatever it was what they were doing. Yeah, one of them. Who cares? Yeah, that did not make <laughs> a comeback, thing. did it? Uh, no. It is, <clears throat> it is sad, but I've, I don't feel I've owned any of their products, so what, what can you do? I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I ain't just going to go and buy a fighting stick for no reason, so, you know, find other avenues <laughs> there. Um, uh, last bit. This was one James put in the WhatsApp group earlier today. Oh um, God. It looks like Sega are teasing a PC release for Bayonetta, um, which is fucking interesting. Um, I can't imagine Bayonetta 2's involved since Nintendo yeah, bankrolled I... it, and it's got loads of Nintendo yeah. stuff in it. There's tons of Nintendo <laughs> stuff in it, yeah. Uh, so it'll be a shame if they can't bring both to the PC, if only for, you know, the sake of preservation. Like, <laughs> um, See, like Bayonetta I... 1 and 2 are one of the few reasons I'm keeping hold of my Wii U. I don't want this to be like... Bayonetta is coming to PC because I, I just don't care. I, I was really Why? hoping this is Why? well because I've already played it and I'm just hoping this is going to be <laughs> a teaser for like Bayonetta three for like no, Switch. There's no, there's no way on. is it going to be a third one. I mean, they yeah, might bring not. Bayonetta one and two to Switch. That would make sense. Mm. Um, I mean, they've done Re- they've done Revengeance that that made its way to the PC. Um, yeah, Bay- Bayonetta one on PC would be cool. But if you can get Vanquish on there. Guys, that would be even better, please. Just whack it um, in. Bonus. Press the switch button on your uh, engine. Yeah. <laughs> and get going. Oh, fire. Yeah, Export just, as. just copy and paste the code <laughs> yeah. into Steam. Export to Switch. And then Export ex- as. <laughs> switch.exe. Done. Oh, speaking of exporting to Switch, there's another thing I didn't actually include, but I was reading about. Uh, Unity now actually has native oh, Switch awesome support, work. finally. So that'll hopefully a load of developers can suddenly, again, just push the magic button and it just also, works. Cool. So, <laughs> we didn't mention Destiny 2. That's confirmed coming to PC now. I mean, Sean, you've obviously played oh, that's right. PC yeah, yeah. on PS4. Are you going to stay on that? Is there a temptation to go on PC if it looks amazing? And Well... Well, they've also said they are looking into it being totally cross-platform. Ah, well, that's good. the big one, yeah. That, that is, is the big the one. Big one. Um, yeah, I, mean... I mean, if it isn't cross-platform, maybe I'd be tempted with the PC version. If it's if it's not, then I would probably have to stick with PS4, I think. Do you mean Just because that's where I know most people are going to have With Xbox it. as well, or just PS4 and PC? Well, I don't know. They haven't really said. Because that would um, be amazing. Just... Well, they've done yeah. PS4 and PC before, so that's understandable. It's just whether it would be yeah. cross-platform on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but the ultimate would be playing. Oh my God! Could you imagine being able to just play uh, Destiny Two on your PS4 with all your mates, but also do all the shit like you just cross save to fucking Switch. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Yeah. Forget it's about insane. it. I would buy it twice for that. Oh yeah, definitely. I would buy it twice for that. <laughs> 
Cool. Is that it for news? That is Before it. we get right, on let's to, get on to what you've been playing, we, oh, we had some other um, tweets actually, um, just basically addressing something that we, we mentioned in the last episode about you know, the fact that we might talk about certain games too much. And yes, we sort of admit we probably talk about Zelda too much. So I know us on this show, we've all promised, you know, there won't be any more Zelda chat. We know you're probably sick well, it's of funny. it. Hang on, hang on. I never promised that. <laughs> just, I mean, shut up, Matt. Um, <laughs> don't try and fuck around. But to be honest with you, I haven't really got much. So, right. So to explain, I got, um, I had the, the wife crashed her car. She didn't crash it. Someone crashed into her last, last year and the thing's been ongoing for ages. Um, and then out of the blue, we got our excess that on our insurance back and we worked out that we were missold insurance. Um, and so got a bunch of money back for that as Dude, well. We don't your life story. Joe, the, well, the, the funny thing was, Joe rung me up and said, um, can you check up on that insurance company and see where the money's coming? I'm like, I'll do it next month because that's what he's got to. It's not like I'll do it tomorrow. It's like I'll do it next. That, that's the length of time we've had to go through to get our money back. Um, and she said, look, if you do it now, you can buy a Switch. I was like, fine. So I rang them up and they went, checks in the post. So I texted them. Like, We're getting a Switch. And she was, uh, yeah, she was that, that instantly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got a Switch and Zelda. And yeah, as the, Matt, I, I ain't really going to talk about it much for much longer because pretty much everything you've said has been bang on there's a few sort of negatives that i've picked up on that are tiny tiny negatives mm. i'm not mm-hmm. like this is on the game little bit uh i don't really like the horse stuff in it i don't like controlling the horse and how mm. that all works well, just yet. What, i still feel like i'm learning control system this of the horse yeah, the control city, it just seems like every now and then it keeps stopping and wandering off. And yes, I know that you can got to um, that. calm it down and create a bond with it and stuff like that. But regarding the horse, I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity because I barely use mine, mostly because it, it runs off or I, yeah. I've climbed Same. a mountain. I wish it was more like Metal Gear Solid where you can just whistle and it would always come to you. And I think I'd use my horse way well, I more think that you way. can get horses that do that, yeah. right? Because well, I just registered my first horse at the stables, and the guy said, if it's a magic horse, you could just whistle anywhere and it would turn up. Oh, okay. Is that, re- is that a real thing? I, I don't know. I just assumed so. Okay. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> I will, I, I, give it, bearing in mind some of the horses I've seen in the game, I can believe that. So If, it, yeah, if it's a magic horse, right, okay. you can whisper and it will arrive anywhere. <laughs> yeah, Sean, actually, I've got a question about this, Sean. Cause have you, yeah. Did you actually like use the horses that much? Because... In my whole no. place, I very rarely bothered because <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't really bother just because kind of there are too many instances where you have to get off and go climbing yeah. or whatever, and then you just and then at some point you've got to go back to that spot to get the horse back and ride it back to the stables, and it's just a bit of a faff, mm-hmm. um, which is a shame. Yeah, but I mean, you, you boys were absolutely bang on. It's a it's an incredible computer game. Like I, I mean. It's blown me away from, like, every time I play it, I sit down and, and get absolutely hooked, can't put it down for ages. Um, I think it's exactly, exactly what the series needed. I was so jaded with Zelda. Like, I had enough of it. There was not much that um, that I thought it could do to sort of drag me back in. I wasn't really, in, you know, I, I like the sound of the new Zelda, but I wasn't really looking forward to it. I didn't really care. Um, and then... Yeah, when when you get into it, you just get you just get so into it. I love how understated it is when you're just walking about. That that was the thing that struck me first first and foremost. I I hadn't watched a lot of footage of this game because I wasn't really interested in it. And then when all the information came out of how good it was, I was avoiding it because okay, right, well, I really want to play it play it now, but I want to go in as fresh as as I possibly can. 
Um, the first thing that grabbed me was just how quiet everything was at the start. You know, it wasn't mm. just bam, 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 bam. It's like this music, like <laughs> kicking off and stuff. It was just like, okay, you're in this world, walk about a bit, and there's just leaves yeah. blowing. So I loved that. I thought, wow, the, the instantly different. Yeah, I, um, I love that. A lot of people, well, a few people have criticized the fact that there isn't uh, much music and it feels like there aren't the huge scores. But I, I think I love the understated way they've done music and it, it feels really awesome when music does start up when you see enemies nearby and so on and so forth i think it's unstated but i think it works really well the only I time it... i was disappointed in the music was when i found a windmill and it didn't have that uh windmill from <laughs> ocarina of time music in. i was a little <laughs> bit like oh come on <laughs> just give us that <laughs> but yeah it's like and uh, what i loved as well and this isn't a spoiler because this is this is something i knew was coming and it and it still got me as i was like you know i must have been like 30 40 hours in and i was like cry oh sean you know you haven't and like (laughs) oh sean man i didn't even that didn't even cross my mind oh sean why have you done me (laughs) i thought you were serious for a second i am um i genuinely um, (laughs) doubted you said that (laughs) Um, it's not a spoiler day yeah um i was thinking it throughout i was playing it and it's still yeah when it did happen it was still unexpected and still got me so uh, didn't cry obviously because i'm tough but yeah, it's good. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, you you prick. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I am, actually. You actually Because at first, when I loaded it up... <laughs> and now well, you by just... the time it does, you'll have forgotten again, so don't worry about it. Okay, well, for your sake, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think um, of it graphically, yeah, Dave? Uh, graphically, uh, yeah, it's incredible to look at. And um, as I've said to you loads of times, Matt, the, the screenshots do not do this justice. I took a screenshot and uploaded it today and thought, and like, it was like a different game. I was like, this this is not how it looks. <laughs> like, what? That looks terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've got to see it in motion. I don't know why. I don't know why that happens. I don't know if they're just lower resolution snapshots i'm not too sure but it was uh, when i see stills from it i'm kind of like and you see people post on twitter wow look at how incredible this looks and i'm like mate that looks shit what is that? <laughs> do you think but, it's like it's sort of the like it's not just the way it looks it's that it's as you're playing it that sense of like oh yeah and i can go anywhere and no i don't think this it's is that. a real livable place i think, it's, I think, I think it's the movement i think you know you're yeah. standing still and no. you'll see like uh leaves blowing and grass blowing or animals in the distance yeah. or yeah. like smoke coming from a stable you know from a chimney in a stable i think it's the this the very subtle but really well realized animations around the entire world really yeah and i like a, a good example of that is uh, i was in the middle of a, like a big open field and uh, all of a sudden, it got dark, and I knew instantly what it was. I, I, it wasn't like one of those moments of like, like where it looks like it's glitching out a bit. But no, no, it was just that I looked up and there was a cloud floating over the sun, and it mm-hmm. had that because I was in that big open. You know, when you're in a big open field and that happens, and you can see it sort of moving over. And it's like, whoa, this is a bit weird. Uh, it was exactly like that, and I was like, fuck yeah, it's all that stuff, 
all th- all the movement coming together and that that the really sort of grabs you um and course as you've said a million times the shrines are great i do not understand that shrine detection radar thing at all oh fuck that I, yeah just turn it off can man. you turn it off <laughs> it's just annoying yeah yeah, yeah. It? it's just yeah. really annoying well not only annoying it just makes no sense it's like mm-hmm. it starts beeping louder and louder and then just stops and you're like well why i'm not what it's yeah the way it works is really strange it's when you are like it's when you are heading towards the thing that you're looking for it then beeps right that makes sense that's going on so like if like if you're yeah yeah, like if you're facing the thing you're looking for but then you stop it will stop making the noise so it's all about the direction you're moving in but yeah it's annoying as fuck like that that ability becomes more useful later on um but still yeah, you're not going to use yeah. it most of the time. <laughs> um, the other thing that I I was prepared for, but not as prepared as I should be, is the breaking weapon stuff. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, just, it's a bit of a... Um, you know, it's been mentioned a billion times, but I did not realise it was that quickly. It's like, well, I'm, I'm killing depends. two people. It's like, broken? Fuck off. No, no, that, that <laughs> depends, because at the beginning it's kind of like that, but as you get other stuff later on, it's not so much of a problem. Yeah, I know. I, I was, I, I've got a sword that I'm pretty sure would last a little bit longer if I used it, but I'm too scared to use it at the moment. <laughs> um, I'll get there. There is that. You, you do find yourself keeping your, your best ones Yeah, for you never occasions. use your best <laughs> weapon. You use the one. Yeah. Next one. Yeah or two down yeah but that's what's yeah. amazing um, when like you're in a battle and you've been saving a sword for ages and you're like oh shit if i don't use something now i'm gonna die <laughs> so you just have to like you have to rinse through your your sort of arsenal and uh, th- that's when that, that yeah. mechanic can be can create really awesome scenarios yeah but uh i mm. yeah very very impressed with the game uh it's exactly what zelda needed I, I, I'm not even thinking about where they go from here because I'm still banging to what it is at the moment. I can't wait to, um, can't wait to play through it. Really, I don't. Ha, have you um, wonder how put on pro HUD pro mode and HUD, or have you changed like the camera speed and all that sort of stuff? Or I've not done anything. Okay. Why? What? What's? what's well, up it, with you that? can do pro, the pro HUD is it takes off the mini map. It takes off a lot of the on-screen stuff, you know, like the temperature gauge and whatnot, and it keeps the hearts. Um, and I think that's basically about it. So. I mean, that's why I was playing it. It feels a lot better, and all, almost all the things on screen, such as temperature and sound, it, there's so many visual and audio cues that you don't really need. That you, you'll see him shaking if you'll see him shivering if it's cold and panting if it's hot. Um, and if you're making noise, the chances are you know you're, you're making noise so people can hear you. So I, I much preferred pro mode in a HUD. Yeah, but what's the advantage then? Well, what's the advantage? You can see, see more on screen. You've got less less screen furniture. And and also for me, like it's it's not intrusive though. No, that no, stuff. But also, if it feels like it's it's better for discovery and just walking around the world, and you haven't got a map on your screen, you can sort of get lost a bit easier. I think. I nah. So I I I liked pro mode except for missing the mini map. But, but, but the mini map, if is, I could have pro mode, but still with the mini map. The mini map is so right. many that I find myself always using the regular proper map anyway. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I use a proper map more. Than I, I, I also map, switched like the run and jump button. Uh, I found it a lot easier. Yes. and I put the yeah. camera as like the fastest it can go, and it, it felt felt so much better after doing that. Yeah, See, I, I think I need I to wish, do that. I wish I'd done that with the um, you know, swapping the jump button because when you know when that Splatoon uh, sort of test fire came out, it was awful because oh. I was just kept on pressing <laughs> the the jump, and it's like that's not the jump button; it's where it should be. And uh, yeah, it's irritating. Yeah, but um, okay. So that 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 was Zelda. Quick one on the Switch itself. Um, 
like the console, there's a lot of things that need looking at, though. Um, I've got a problem with trying to find a place for the dock, uh, which shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue, right? Ideally, I would have the dock behind the TV because then it's out of the way. um, And, yeah, I mean, that's where I want that dock. Can't happen because the the signal of the Joy-Con won't go through the telly. Um, That also makes it a bit awkward because I've had to put it right onto the left-hand side of my telly, slightly behind it. And so if I'm sitting too far over to the right, it's technically going through the telly and it doesn't pick it up. And that's frustrating. Um, there's also, what, what's the... Well, Hang on, I've just fact? had a thought. This is probably going to be ridiculous, right? But is there anything to stop you just lying the dock down? Like, does it have to be, like, standing up? Well, you, you might scratch the You'd screen. You'd have a wire sticking out the back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would definitely that. not do that. Um, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the power cord you get with it is fucking terrible. I it's it's not long think? enough because that's oh, that's okay. the other major problem. I I would have it a lot more forward, but it just doesn't reach. The power cord is tiny. Um, but saying that, everything else I love about the device. I you know I love the controller. I, I'm really happy with the Joy-Con grip, even though it's quite clear that I need to get a Pro controller, and I will do. Um, that's mainly due to the sticks. Actually, the sticks are are perfect for things like handheld mode you know you wouldn't want the sticks to be too long um but when you're playing on the telly it it does feel kind of like wow these sticks have not got a lot of movement to them um but other than that like i i'm not getting hand cramp from playing it with the with the grip or anything so i'm, I'm quite happy with that uh what else the, the little the strap things yeah they're difficult to take off for some weird reason Constantly feel like I'm struggling. Like taking it out of the dock and out of the e- either side of the screen is a piece of piss. But taking it out of those grip things is in, uh, taking it out of those. Uh, what do you call them? What are they called? The wins. The 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 bits that the way it extends the shoulder buttons. The Joy-Con. No. The, oh, the the, the strap. Yeah, the the strap bit. The strap thing. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that's. The, I don't know why they've made that so difficult to do. But there you go. Whatever. Um and. Yeah, the, the only other thing that's frustrating is like, ah, oh, I've only really got one game for it. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the the thing with it, isn't it? Is like you sort of, you're just like, holy shit, this is the best console ever. But <laughs> like, it's not just, you know, beyond like, ah, oh, there's not enough games for it. It's just like, I want everything on this. Yeah, now. I do want to play more games. Like, for it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm full, like, I'm really resenting Mass Effect for only being playable on the TV. Oh, I, had like, the <laughs> I had the same fault. I had the same fault. I yeah. thought this would be brilliant. And that, you know, that's not Mass Effect's fault, obviously. No. Um, but yeah, you're just like, for fuck's sake, I'd have fucking finished it by now if it was on Switch. And I made such a <laughs> stupid, like, error in judgment thinking about, you know, because I, I said that I wanted um, uh, Metal Slug on this for ages, but then totally forgetting the fact that, well, of course, it's not going to be in widescreen and stuff. It's going to have huge borders, and that's really put me off buying it now, but... Uh, yeah, but that's Metal Slug on anything. That, that's just Metal Slug. Yeah, well, obviously, like that's the, of course, of course, it's like that. Of course, it is. <laughs> it's just me being an idiot and not thinking. Um, so when I saw the screenshots of it, I was like, "Oh God, that's going to be tiny on that screen now." Ugh. Um, yeah, just. I mean, Metal Slug is quite low res to begin any begin with anyway, so it still looks pretty good. I think. Yeah, but it, it come out for a, a a system that where where square tellies were a thing, <laughs> and so. <laughs> 
whatever you, you know like I, i'm not judging the game there i'm judging myself for not thinking it through <laughs> it's just mm. being thick and <laughs> um, i did take a i downloaded the snipper clips demo and i took oh, yeah. the switch into work today um just to because there's a lot of people it's funny a lot of people were more interested they weren't they didn't really care about the games because the, the mm-hmm. no gamers at work they were more interested in the sort of design of the console and how it's all put together how it's engineered and mm. they were blown away with like when the, when i first took the joy cons off of each side of the screen and put them into the grip and it looked like a controller they were like fuck that's clever you know what I mean? Like the, it, yeah. it grabbed their attention. Then when I broke it off and said, right, okay, here's a pad for you, here's a pad for you, play snipper clips. And uh, the laughter coming from two people playing that game, you know, yeah. it was just brilliant. It was excellent. Like, that's the game to show off the system with, I think, so far. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I keep telling people it's essential, and they're like, oh, really? Like, yes! Yeah. But, like, more so than 1-2-Switch. It's switch, definitely easily. more so than 1-2-Switch. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. Um... And yes, I mean, what I tend, to, what I was doing today was saying, "Look, here's Zelda. Look how good this mm-hmm. looks." And people are like, "Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that is impressive." Right now, play this game, this little puzzle game, <laughs> uh, and break it off. And you know, there was one guy uh, in the office said, "Yeah, but you could, you could just do that on. Why is this so good for the Switch? You could just do this on um, PlayStation or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, but my point is that I've bought this along, set up the little kickstand, and given you a pad each." like it and it works yeah. like it all works yeah, yeah. perfectly you can really just drag your playstation in hook it up to a you know what i mean <laughs> it, it just that's uh that's the selling point for me i can't wait to go yeah. with my brothers and stuff and just set him up with uh with snipper clips the only problem with that game is that once you've played it you've played it and you you don't because if i was to play it with these i gave it to two two guys that had never played this game before um and that's where snipper clip works. It wouldn't work if it was me going, okay, now you need to cut this bit off of me. Okay, fine. And on yeah, this like bit, you, but you both have to be experimenting with it. You can't. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And when, when they worked out that you could um, hook the balloons to pull them down, it was hilarious <laughs> because all of a sudden one of them would press the wrong button and snip the hook away and the balloon would go <laughs> back to where it was. And yeah, it was brilliant. Really, really good. Mm. And um, I think sold the concept of the machine pretty well there and then, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to play more games on it. And uh, of course, you've got Mario Kart at the end of the month. Uh, I know I've put hours and hours into that game already, but to have it handheld like that would be great fun. Um, and especially if we're all getting together and stuff at some point, just to be able yeah, to yeah. just play four-player local multiplayer Mario Kart like that would be uh, is good Surely this is when the online's going to hopefully happen as well, I'd imagine. What, at the end of April? Yeah, because... They've said summer, haven't they? I don't know what their definition of summer is. So it won't be before that. Mario Kart's all about the online. uh, Do you know what? I've played Mario Kart. I must have put about 100 hours into Mario Kart. I've probably played about one hour of online Mario Kart. Yeah. (laughs) I played it loads. I mean, I played it with... Because I played it with Rachel loads as well. Because you can have like two players playing at the same time. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I played a fair bit with New. Yeah, it's good. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I um, the, the short, Mario Kart's got to be online day one, right? Yeah, but I, 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 it may be online, but I, I, I can't see their online thing launching. I mean, they, they, no, their online thing's not coming yeah. before then. Yeah, so it'll be online. But it'll just be how it's done on the Wii. It'll be like yeah, the Wii U version, won't it? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. It's just like, yeah. Cool. yeah. Which was serviceable, but yeah, like you needed your own voice chat. A lot of people forgetting that ukulele's coming for Switch as well. That could yeah. be a good little shout to. 
I mean, if you're buying ukulele and you've got a Switch and a PlayStation and an Xbox, you're getting it on Switch. Like, that's yeah. the perfect sort of game for that. So there's also, there's also, I mean, Snake Pass has just come out. That's apparently very good. Um, Graceful Explosion Machine, which I'm really excited about. Um, FIFA. That looks wicked. That's out, it's out in a couple of days. Yeah, FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Day one, isn't it? Isn't it sure? What, um, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. have you found yourself playing in? Which mode have you played all of them fairly? You know, a, a lot of TV mode, a lot of handheld, or have you been gravitating to one or the other? Um, I prefer playing in um, handheld mode, definitely because of the problems I've been having with uh, the dock and with the um, that dock is it, it's really flimsy, isn't it? It, it doesn't feel solid when you're putting it in. Um, mm. it, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the dock, and I'm not a huge fan of yeah the connection issues with the Joy-Con um I mean who is but um, the yeah the handheld I prefer to play it like that but I have played a lot of TV mode as well because it was really weird because I said to you um uh Sean like after I got mm. the switch I played Zelda on the TV and I was like wow this runs like dog shit on the TV um <laughs> and then the next morning I played it again and I was like actually this is no like this is a lot better and you'd pointed out that, yeah, it patched overnight and they fixed a lot of the frame rate <laughs> issues. And they really have. Like, yeah. it runs a hell of a lot better than last time I did it. Mm. But, yeah, no, I, pr- I prefer um, handheld mode. I, I love that. Feels good. Feels good. Can't wait to play more games for it. Needs to bring out more games. Um, and just a quick one. Yeah, I've played a hell of a lot more Mass Effect Andromeda. And just to echo what I said last week, there's a good game in there somewhere. Mm. Um, it's just not the game that mass effect fans should get really you know Mm. um they should i said in my review that they deserve more respect and which is kind of a wanky thing to say but at the same time people care about that franchise bring them a game that isn't totally broken and it's not totally broken but it's got a lot of broken parts to it um it's frustrating in terms of the story and the characters i i like it more and more i play like Mm -hmm. so I I haven't got any problem with that side of things. It's just, you know, it's a bit... I mean, it is a bit saved by the bell of the new class, but I'm still enjoying they, it. They've said that they're going to announce stuff on April 14th, haven't they? I'm going to presume that's like... Yeah, they've they said they're going to... I bet you were furious with that. Give us details now! <laughs> I was like, oh, have you got a two-minute trailer? Oh. <laughs> Some <bollocks laughs> in the bar. Up, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm going to assume they're going to talk about their, their plans for patching it or fixing it or who knows but uh, it's a bit weird that they're teasing this bit of information clearly about the future of Mass Effect mm. Matt, Sean you've been playing it more haven't you? Uh, only a bit um, I've been away most of this week oh, right. so yeah not not really played much more but yeah I'm, I'm fully like you know when you're just like really annoyed at things that aren't sitting and playing the game yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> It's like fuck's sake! Why have I not played more of it? I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell you one you story that, that happened to me in the week. I'll tell you yeah, one story that happened to me in the week. You know how um, when you're chatting to someone, there's a blatant romance option. Yeah. You, as a straight male, playing oh, God, as a straight male in the game. No, listen. Uh, as a straight male <laughs> playing as a straight male in the game, you don't notice how how insane the tone shift is when you press the romance option, right? Mm. When I accidentally clicked it talking to a male accidentally right? you're like no what, what i'm saying fine whatever i <laughs> don't care but what, what i'm saying is that 
you really do notice the tone change. <laughs> like when Ryder suddenly goes, yeah, hey, baby, it's like out of nowhere. And I'm like, whoa. It is what? really bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I've noticed it even when talking to the women and it's just like, he might as well just be like, yeah, that's great. Why don't you suck me off? <laughs> like, it's just really, really bad. <laughs> it is just kind of like crazy. Just switch it on. Because I suppose... Like it, it, it feels like a, pro- you know... It just feels like a, a proper nerd's version of romance. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, that is interesting. Why don't we talk about it over dinner? <laughs> that was quite <laughs> realistic to me. It's yeah. like, how do you ask women out? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, and what's the status report on the uh, on the ship? Yeah, okay, and um, and how did you get involved in this project? Yeah, shall we fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really quite jarring. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I suppose it's always been there, but that sort of just really highlighted that to me because I don't know, it just took me by surprise. I guess. Have you? I was reading. Th- I think it was in the Guardian. Didn't like uh, sort of five things you should know about uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, and one of them is basically like you know previous. Well, basically all previous Bioware games. It was like you would have sex with someone, and that's you committed for life. Um, whereas this one is like, you can just bang around. Can you really? And then, yeah. And then, and then later on, you pick someone to actually be in like a, a monogamous relationship. Well, with. to be fair, it's like we're in love. Mass Effect, <laughs> Mass Effect Three. Um, you could, you could upset people in Mass Effect Three, can you? Because if you got with yeah. Ashley in the first game and then Miranda in the second game, you kind of had to choose because yeah, Ashley finds out about Miranda. Oh, I hate when that she, she ain't too happy with it. <laughs> well that's the other thing isn't it you know it to be fair mass effect games have had moments where you get turned down but there's not yeah. enough of it for someone as boring as rider <laughs> i did like the fact that i forget who was i who was like basically like tally was my main romance option i was le- I, I was leading someone else Ooh, on you dirty um, and basically yeah i know and basically one of them basically just came up to me and was like look you fucking sort yourself out like was which, which, which one is it? Uh, no. <laughs> Look, Shepard, just have a space wank. Collect it in a little bag because there's no gravity. Um, All of this is just highlighting why we're not qualified to answer Gary Dutton's email correctly, isn't it? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice that it was just like it was. Yeah, it was the characters refusing to be messed around. That was cool. Um, but similarly, uh, yeah, it's always been a bit weird that Bioware games have been like, no, you have sex with one person and then you are married. Um, so this feels a bit more honest, even if it is just wish fulfillment for the players. Being like, yeah, I'm going to bang her on the deck and then I'm going to bang, uh, what's the name, who's, who's raised by the Asari and then I'm going to do this. And then I'm just going to bang know. everything. Yeah. Um, do you find that like you don't really give a shit about that stuff anymore as you get older? <laughs> I got thinking about this it was months ago I was playing some phone game um I think it was called yeah it was called scene and it was one of these games where it's like ah it's just like you texting someone it's just like a little messaging app but it's like a, a story unfolds and just the whole conceit of it was like you're talking to this woman and, and basically her boyfriend's being a dick and like, and the dialogue options are basically like, yeah, he's awful. You should hang out with me more often. Or, oh, right. Okay. I don't really care. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. But I'm then not, I'm not I <laughs> like the whole, the game's like, oh yeah. So this is good because you can have this romantic relationship. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm all right. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're so committed to your wife that you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm just. I'm just not asked. I'm not like being one of those uh, Republican lads who's like, no, I don't want to speak to any women apart from my wife unless she is present. <laughs> I can possibly dine with another alien. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the thing is, though, uh, Sean, remember how you treated uh, computer characters in Grand Theft Auto 3 compared to mm. how you, could be, you, you treat them that's true. nowadays? I don't think yeah. it's an age thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's it. That's my, that's my list. So uh, should we go to Matt? Yeah, a bit of a short one this week because I'm basically still playing the same the same games because that's what my life's like these days. Good, we've got enough in the can yeah, already, um, mate. Night in the Woods, I'm still playing it and I'm I'm loving it more and more. Actually, I, I'm really falling in love with the characters. Cool. I, I I think you know, I think they're really really fantastic. I, I absolutely love the writing. I think it's brilliant. I, I'm doing some interesting new things um, with, with with stories with, with the story. Although the story itself is it's told it's it's quite strange. Um, I, I mean, I didn't really know much about the game, but it's called uh, A Night in the Woods, and I assumed it'll be about, about its mystery, and I told you in the previous episode about the fact that um, the characters had found his arm just just on the floor. But most of the, the game is just you talking with other people, you know, meeting up for, like, band practice and doing mini-games and stealing from shops and stuff. But actually, the actual Night in the Woods section is what happens... After you go, after your day ends, you can go, you go to bed and that's when you have essentially what feels like a dream. And then you're in the woods and uh, I've done two or three of those and they have different mechanics. One, you're, you're trying to shoot things. Another one, it feels like a bit of a nightmare. And I actually thought my Mac was, was, was blowing up because it was going really, really slow and the music was going super weird. But it turns out that that was just like the, the sort of nightmare I guess I had after uh, when I went to sleep and. Yeah, um, it, um, in the game that is, it's just it's just really weird how it, how it suddenly switches and adds these different gameplay mechanics. Um, but yeah, I'm still only like six hours in, so I've barely barely played it really, but I'm absolutely loving it, and I, I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm playing it more because obviously on this show, uh, I'm often criticised for starting games and not finishing them, and yes, I know I haven't finished this game yet, but I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm still playing it at least. It's absolutely brilliant. What's that? What's that, James? You're going to be here all night, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm also playing Rocket League. Um, Fire Emblem um, had a bit of a bad week on Fire Emblem. I um, how much did you I, lose? Uh, um, I I put I put money in, in uh, <clears throat> I put money into it this week. How much? Uh, <clears throat> Twenty quid. You're oh, fucking kidding goodness. me, oh, guys! Well, hang on, hang on. For the for the amount he's played, in, <laughs> yeah, I, I've played. I mean, what the it. only thing that's you disturbing is that he's finally that. put twenty quid when they've started putting all the saucy characters in. <laughs> that is a good well, point, well, Sean. So, <laughs> you know, I, I've been good good for weeks. I've been saving up my orbs like a good little boy. Um, I had a hundred forty orbs. That is that's that's basically seven full ca- seven pool seven full pools, right? Um, mm-hmm. I. Four Ks, a new there's a new banner, some good characters, um, and I, I I spent seventy and I got I got basically bullshit. I got like threes and threes and fours, absolutely pointless basically. And what I do is um, th- there are like percentage percentage chance of you getting a five star character, and for every time you do a five full a five a full five character pull and don't get a five star, that percentage goes up every time. And I did a few of them and it was going up to like five percent chance from from three percent. And I was like, this is mental. And I was like, well. I've spent seventy. I might as well keep going. And eventually, I spent all, I spent one hundred and forty orbs, and I, I had nothing to show for it. I've got loads of really gash four star characters. I'm like, this is this can't still be the case. And yeah, by now my percentage <laughs> chance of getting five star characters six percent. I'm like, 
okay, the next one surely will give me, you know, a five-star and character. you're such a gambler, Matt. That's like gambler's <laughs> logic. <laughs> it is. No, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, really yeah. felt like that. I was like, oh, fucking hell, what am I going to do? And I was the like, luck's okay, going to well, change. It's just the next one. <laughs> it, it literally was that. And I was like, okay, well, I, I can't decide. You can't do an in-app purchase on the on the, on the the account because it's a joint account. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get like an iTunes card. And I found like a £25 iTunes card for £19 on this website. And I was like, fucking get in there. I'm like, you can do it, boy. <laughs> did you yeah. really yes of course I did yeah fucking then, hell Matt this then, is so, insane and, Matt you and could no, buy a no, real so, Fire Emblem game for that anyway, like a real that is one. a fair yeah, point yeah, I don't have a console point. to pay that on anyway you could buy a console that is also a fair well point. what you pay for it probably by now anyway no no I, I, so so I spent £19 on £25 card and I've spent our four quid previously so it's only £24 total and I've got many many hours of fun out of it anyway I, I got this card. That, that's I, also a lie because another thing about gambler is that they lie about how much they spend on things. <laughs> you have, I, I, you've I, definitely I spent more than spent. £4 before that. No, no, you, no, you I, must I, have done no. because you've got Tharja as well and I know for a fact that she's difficult to get. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I've, 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 I've only got a four-star Tharja. All the hours I've played and all the orbs I, I've like spent in game, I've only got like eight or nine five-star characters. Anyway, whatever. I, I got this card, I put it into my account, I was like, here we go, here we go, mate. It's, it's game time. Six percent chance. Um, I, I got nothing. I, I, that was another 48 orbs. Got absolutely fuck all, and I, I felt I felt depressed. I felt bad after that. I was like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to ring like AA or something. Oh, it's some some, just some like, helpline. Were you just thinking, they've done me. They've done me like good Yeah, I, I, I woke up in, you know... Up, you know, like in a pool of my own semen, I was like, "This is what have I done?" Just like the realization, <laughs> oh, oh, it was a, that was that was a low point in my weekend. Was this like no- when you spent about forty quid on crane machines? Uh, it's, 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 it's way worse than that. Way worse is than it? that. I, I, actually, I, I was on the airport the other week, and I thought, "Oh, a crane machine, this is brilliant." I spent four quid, nothing. Forget it. Uh, rigged. Um, anyway, so. Um, <laughs> The thing is, I, I was horrendously addicted to Fire Emblem Heroes, you know, in, in like the weeks leading up to that. And that was like a, a wake-up call. That was a realisation. I was like, you know, I'm not going to play this game again. I, I, I wrote on the on the subreddit, that's it, I'm fucking done. You know, I'm done with this game. It's over. Um, I think the best I, the best time to quit is just after you've dropped 20 quid on it. I think that's the yeah, best, yeah. best way to quit that, yeah. Anyway, so I have played it since. And uh, my next pool, I had a five-star <laughs> character. So it's all good. I'm back in. I'm back in, boys. Um, the well, I mean, no one cares about this, but basically tomorrow, um, I, which is yesterday when you're listening to this, if you listen to this on Wednesday, a new voting gauntlet starts. And that was amazing last time. It's where they have uh, eight or so characters and you have to choose one and there's like battling rounds and stuff. And I can't wait for that to start tomorrow. I'm super psyched. What's your uh, username I'm... on Twitter? Uh, not Twitter, um, on Reddit, Matt. Is it just Matt Murray? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Okay, and, listeners, and have, look at the history of I... his post, please, and send us some highlights because <laughs> uh, I want to see how bad he's got on there. No, I, I haven't. I barely posted really on on the subreddit over there. Um, Do it anyway. Delete some other ones. Um, yes, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm still loving the game, of course. Um, but it's yeah, I felt bad. I felt fucking fucking bad. Yeah, I've got spreadsheets now and all sorts of stuff. And oh, it's it, what a game! Though. What a game! Also, wow. Rocket League. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, that Rocket League is certainly a good game. I am totally addicted to that all over again. It's yeah, fucking crazy at the me moment. Me too. I, I need to stop. <laughs> I need to play some more. I'm genuinely thinking <laughs> about giving up my job. Uh, right, going pro. Um, Sean. So I went to Rezd this did. week, last week. It was good. 
but they all the food was shit. Really? That like was, the, the, food, the, food the food at Rezd is, is a big fucking deal for me, right? Because one of the reasons I like Rezd is because they have all these stalls out. Because, Dave, you're like this. It's all independent food oh, people. Fuck off. And it's all Give me artisanal a McDonald's, fucking pies. <laughs> there is a Mackey's around the corner, in, which I You and your bloody Indies, Sean. <laughs> I know, I'm obsessed. Bye, um, bye, but no, food. it's just Guess like it. being able to be one of these things. Sorry, being able to be at a games thing and there's daylight and fresh air and actual nice food is like a really big part of why I enjoy rest. This year, it looks like the venue insisted on only their own catering being there and it was fucking horrendous. Yeah, it's never good. Um, Just overpriced grey burgers. There was a Mackey's around the corner and I wish we'd just gone there. Um, So that was a shame, but played loads of good games. I'll try and blow through these because there's fucking loads of them. Uh, Played Antioch Scarlet Bay, which is a new game from the people who made Out There. Um, And it is smart because it is a um, basically like a choose-your-own-adventure, but it's cooperative. You play it with another person. So you each have, um, you know, your phone or your tablet or whatever, and you I suppose you could play it in the same room, but you can play it over the internet. Um, And you're you're both making dialogue choices and, and adding bits to the story. It's like a... Sort of, sort of film noir detective thing. You're playing as, as two uh, detectives. One's like a rookie, and one's on his last case before retirement. Um, the dialogue gets very silly in it. There's basically um, there's one bit where you're investigating a crime scene, and you can just repeatedly swear at each other for about ten minutes, which we did. It was a good laugh. Um, I was I was playing with uh, Gary Dutton. At one point, we were interrogating a drug dealer, and Gary kicked him to the ground and called him a cum uh, stain. That was good. Um, Enjoyed playing that. That's out in a few weeks. Looking forward to it. Uh, we also played a game called Demambo, which is, I think it's on PC, but it's also on Switch, which seemed pretty much perfect for it. Um, it is a game where it's a bit weird. It's hard to, hard to describe. You all have these little circles on the screen and you're sort of like jumping around and basically trying to push each other out of the screen. Like a, like a really, really simple Smash Brothers, I guess, but you, you're destroying the terrain as you go. And so it sort of gets a bit more tense and difficult as things go on. And, um, that was pretty good fun. Is that um, out already also, on Switch, or when when are these out? I, not yet. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if it has a date yet. So is that um, as a local multiplayer thing, or is it, does it have single yes, player? Yes, local. Yeah, yeah, it's local. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, the only thing is, it need like it's really. I think it needs to be four player to be any good. So obviously, one pair of Joy-Con mm. is not going to be enough. That's kind of a shame, but. Um, yeah, that was that was a good laugh. Uh, I also played Gonna, which is coming to various things, including the Switch. Um, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Just a, a really sharp um, 2D platformer, really nice art style, um, weird, interesting music. Really enjoyed it. Um, hope that is out soon. I think that's just like a vague summer one, isn't it? I don't think it has a firm date yet. Um, I played InOps, which is Loco Roco if it was for goths. Um, like literally all the mechanics seem to be lifted from Loco Roco. So I played this on a tablet. I'm not sure what else it's coming out on, but yeah, um, you control a little ball and you tilt the thing around to make the ball roll around like all these, these different, um, platforms and stuff. You find other little balls and you can, um, either sort of join them all together to make one massive ball or you can split them up to make loads of tiny ones and you need to sort of manage that to get through certain bits tapping on the platforms and stuff to make it bounce around and, and do so it's kind of well didn't do anything for me to be honest um they were giving away t-shirts to anyone who could finish the demo and i got to a bit where it just felt like it wasn't working properly and i was like yeah fuck this <laughs> i'll go buy um, a t-shirt instead 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Pocket Rumble. Um, played this on the Switch. This was a good laugh. Um, for those who aren't aware, this is a uh, one-on-one beat-em-up. Um, but the whole point is all like it's got all the the technical aspects of a good fighting game but the, all the inputs are super easy so like all your your special moves um are just literally like you just push a certain direction and press one of your two attack buttons um or whatever and so the idea is you can enjoy the technical aspects of a fighting game without having to like spend years learning combos and and you know how to input certain moves and stuff um so that's really interesting i don't know if it will work as a gateway into quote-unquote proper fighting games. I feel, I think like something like Skullgirls is probably still a better bet for that because that actually sets you up with like the fundamentals of how fighting games work, whereas this feels like it's interesting in its own right but not necessarily going to teach you everything you need to know to then go and play, for example, Street Fighter Five. Mm. So are you um, interested in getting that for Switch or, or not? I am, yeah, just because, again, it's the easy two-player thing. Mm. Um and it'll just be cool like if it does get a bit of a scene around it it's got online play as well um so yeah if if that becomes a thing that'll be really cool any idea when that's out um no idea uh soon i think i think i'm sure they said late march i remember seeing it um on the res lineup and i was like i think it's out by then but um yeah i don't think it's far off uh this is the police um this was interesting because gary sat down to play it and we were all sort of just sort of letting him get on with it. And then sort of 10 minutes in, we were all like paying attention and shouting at him and making him do things. Um, this is a game where you basically, you're managing a, a police precinct. Um, and it's all about basically like stuff happens, like, you know, calls come in, like someone's had their handbag stolen or there's been a murder or whatever. And you, you have all your different officers and you've got to choose who to send out. Um, surprisingly good fun but i don't know how much of that was because there were loads of us shouting at gary and telling him to do stupid things um at one point uh we got a call from a new mma ring that had been set up and they said oh it was a bit of a publicity stunt we want like your toughest officer to come by and fight some of our guys um gary sent an old woman um thinking it'd be really funny and then she came back saying like oh you know yeah i lost on points but i had a really good time and learned a few things <laughs> and she got shitloads of experience points um, so so on the one hand there's there's bits like that but then there's really grim stuff like you, you know investigating murders and it's like really cool you sort of piecing together um bits of evidence like you, you know you send your agents out and they come back and say well you know here's some of the testimonies we've had here's some photographs we've taken um like it's just simple enough in that it's not like really laborious but you do you know you have to put a bit of thought into it um piecing the story together and then making sure you know and then like sending people in to arrest the suspect and there's story bits like each day and we would again we were just sort of watching and gary had the headphones on and he kept turning around and being like the voice acting's really bad in this <laughs> um which is kind of a shame um the only thing with this is i think it, like it's getting a box release on con on, well, on ps4 at least so i think it might be full price which is seems like a lot yeah but if it ends up cheap um definitely worth a look i would say it sounds um, right. Tok- uh, yeah it was it was it was a good laugh um tokyo 42 um indie hitman basically in like a mad futuristic city made of polygons really good fun um running around as a little pixel man assassinating people um causing a ruckus having a good time enjoyed that uh war groove uh, i don't know i don't know <laughs> so, um, this one looks like, class 
You're acting like, like we know I the was... game. <laughs> we do. Wargroove? Um, this is the one oh, that yeah, looks like... you know? Okay, so this was one that was quite heavily pushed on Nintendo's uh, Nindies Switch oh, I didn't watch that because I, oh, I didn't have a Switch, so I had no interest. Because you've got, you got a life, Dave. That's why. That's a good point. Um, well. Basically, everyone sort of looked at it and was like, ah, it looks just like Advance Wars, but I really like Advance Wars, so whatever. And, you know, Nintendo aren't making Advance Wars anymore, so, so fuck oh, it. Oh, right, it yeah, I remember you um, talking about this. It is literally just Advance Wars, but with like some of the the worst problems from Advance Wars. Right. Not that it had many. Um, it hasn't got all like like the Advance Wars one was really stuff, was, it? you know like where it just it hasn't got any powers as far as I'm aware. Um, like this might just be that it was a bit of a bad demo because it just sort of threw you into a, a little skirmish and it was just like here you go, you got like. 20 different unit types deal with that. Like the full game might introduce them really slowly, but it felt like there were way too many unit types. And like <laughs> when you're, you know, you're sort of picking what, like what units to build each turn and you're just looking and like it tells you what each unit is good against, but you're just like, well, there's like fucking 12 different unit types. I don't, I don't know what I need. Like I just fucking build, I don't know, build some more dogs. Um, the dogs in it are called doggos, which annoyed me a bit, but that's just me being an awful old man. Um, and uh, it's like the structure is exactly the same as Advance Wars in that you take over towns, they produce resources, you churn out guys, and you, you know, turn based battles, sending around and killing enemies, taking over more towns, taking over enemy bases, and then eventually winning. What I think will be a shame is that because this, you know, this has online versus support. Um, but the problem with that in Advance Wars was always that when you're on the losing side, it's just fucking boring and it just takes forever for the other person to just whittle you down turn after turn. Like once you're on the back foot, that's kind of it. And it feels like that's going to be the case here, unless there's some smart mechanic that comes in and helps sort of balance things out. Um, so that also seems like a missed opportunity. Like there's, there's not an original idea in it that I could see. Um, there's, there's like a weird seasons system where like battles, like every turn is like a day and after 30 days it like goes from summer to autumn or whatever. But the demo didn't last long enough to show that. <laughs> so I've no idea how much difference that makes. It, it, does that will have that like, would that have asynchronous multiplayer? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's another is thing. Is that something that, that Advance Wars had? Clear. Nah. Because that was, I mean, Advance Wars was only, um, Game Boy Advance, right, yeah. and then, DS and then as well, DS. Yeah. I just think that that would be yeah. awesome if we, yeah. as, you know, you got notifications, saying it's your turn. I know it's not on the phone, but yeah, that that would be ideal. Well, um, you'd think so, but because they've tried that, like with quite a few games on iOS, like we're doing that, and it. Mm. The trouble is, is it's the kind of thing where you you still have to sit down and play it. Like you can't just sort of play a bit at a time because the games are too slow. Yeah. You know, like there's there's yeah. you lose momentum, you know, it's like with Advance Wars, yeah, the great thing true. about it is it is it's really quick actually, like the turnaround for each turn. Mm. And if you're waiting for a notification, mm. it's it's awful. It's uh Yeah. yeah. Um just yeah, a bit yeah. of an update on Pocket Rumble. Um the devs tweeted mm. that they're currently unable to comment on the release date of Pocket Rumble and they'll update no uh when that changes. Um so yeah, yeah it's been delayed at some yeah, at some mm, point. Definitely. All right, fair dues. Uh, I'll start skipping a few because it's going on forever. Uh, X01, um, basically like 3D sci-fi tiny wings, <laughs> but really fucking cool. Um, basically, yeah, you're this like ball flying across weird planets and stuff and just trying to 
like it's all just like reaching the next goal constantly, but doing so um, as quickly and stylishly as possible. So basically, you you affect your own gravity. Cool. So you can make yourself really heavy, and then you drop down. It's all about sort of looking at the the ground beneath you and sort of reading all the you know the valleys and stuff, and be like, right, if I fucking drop in there, and then you get the momentum and you fly back up the other side, and then you sort of go into glide mode, and just so satisfying to do. Um, and it just looks stunning. Um, really nice sound design as well. Properly enjoyed that. Um, when I was at Rezd, my 32nd birthday happened. So I played a game called Old Man's Journey because it seemed appropriate. Um, really interesting, really pleasant. Um, just really beautiful sort of, uh, sort of charcoal-y art style. Um, clicking around, making an old man walk about. The trick being... Um, like basically you can move bits of the landscape around so it's all just about dragging stuff around and giving him a path to walk upwards um and then it, basically the structure of it seems to be you make your way up to a certain bit and then he has to sit down and remembers what it was like being young and it's all a bit sad and weird <laughs> so yeah really enjoyed what i played of that um and i think that's enough from me there were others um go to rest it's nice are there, uh, was, uh, rest, are there rest was worth going through going to this year then it was, despite the food fiasco. Um, yeah, it was, it was really nice, yeah. Um, are, are there any of those games that you're definitely going to buy on, on Switch or um, otherwise? Uh, for the Switch, Gonna, definitely. Uh, Pocket Rumble, um, Wargroove, uh, I don't know, we'll see. Um, Non-Switch stuff, I'm definitely buying Antioch, uh, Tokyo 42, and Old Man's Journey, I think. Because we were saying last week that there was a surprising amount of, you know, sort of bigger publishers at Rezd. Mm. Did it feel like that, or did were they able to maintain that sort of indie feel from, say, uh, Yeah, definitely. Stuff? Like, um, you know, like we said last week, we were like, why the fuck is Overwatch there? And it turns out, I think that was just some, like, little tournament thing they were doing, and you just, I don't know, you kind of, because it, it's all, like, weirdly segmented like literally you're walking around what is essentially like a victorian shopping center um, and each like section is its own little building effectively so it's not like you know egx where you're just in a massive hall and like yes there's, there are different sections but you just sort of glide in and out of them without really no, like realizing yeah um like this is all sort of fully sectioned off so you're just like yeah well, that's the fucking overwatch room so i'm just going to forget that exists um the difficulty of that is that yeah, like you have to make the conscious decision to be like, I have not been in that room. I should probably go and see what is in there because otherwise I will have no idea. Um, um, I heard, yeah, I no, heard it, the it Nintendo really nice. Switch stuff there was just absolutely rammed. It was, yeah. Um, really weird though. They had um, Overcooked there and it must be a very early port because the frame rate was shocking. Really? <laughs> and I'm, and you know me, I'm, I'm not a frame rate guy generally speaking but yeah it was like as soon as i saw it like oh fuck like that had better get fixed or else <laughs> i mean i know it's only overcooked it's not you know um it's not an fps it's not a shooty bang um <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, it did look really bad um so that was kind of a shame but it'll probably get sorted cool. but yeah the whole switch area was really good yeah wicked right um james you're up yeah i mean i've I've played two things basically. One of them is Zelda, which I finished like in inverted commas, like I, I beat Ganon, and uh, that was good. And but I'm still playing it because um, it's still great. Yeah. But it's mostly, I mean, also my daughter's just playing it a lot now as well. Um, because you see, the thing is, she's she's not playing it in the way that you know, like I would probably play it. But she's just enjoying just sort of like exploring the world. 
and like dyeing the clothes and things like that. And it's funny because mm-hmm. like today we we had to go out and she was like playing it on the TV, and she did. <laughs> I said, okay, we've got to go now. And I came back. And she'd like taken it out and put the joy cons on the side and was like, Can I she was like, Can I play this in the car? And I was like, uh, Mum's not here, so yeah, you can. But <laughs> But she'll be livid when she comes back and finds out what I've been doing. <laughs> oh god, I I I didn't mention that. Jesus. Um the first time like I bought it home, set it all up on the uh I think it was Thursday night, woke up Friday morning, Harry had gotten out of bed, walked into the front room. I, as I was turning into the room, I heard, what's this? I like, turned around. <laughs> he had the switch held above his head in one hand. Now, for a three-year-old, I, I mean, that's the closest I've ever come to punching a three-year-old in the face. <laughs> I mean, that is the closest. Uh, but he would have dropped the switch, so I held back. Uh, yeah, scary when he gets hold of it, I'll tell you. Uh, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so she, she's she been playing that a lot. But, um, yeah, I'm still going back just doing side quests and things like that. I mean, I can't see myself, like, stopping playing it because I'm still just really enjoying just sort of kicking around and uh, doing other stuff. Um, think- well, one thing I want to ask is, you know, your wife's probably due back in the next week. All the listeners want to know, have you sold enough of your stuff to recoup costs or <laughs> will you be in deep shit next week? Well, actually, I'm more than halfway there. So how halfway is so the answer is no. That's <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah, but yeah, I, I did more than halfway. I made a killing today actually, and it's 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 not too bad. But yeah, she what did you sell? Two routers, uh, which I had lying around. And what do you have two routers <laughs> for? Like two routers the, for? There's there's reasons. For that. <laughs> I don't want to there get into this because it's ridiculous. Is your parents' house so big that you need <laughs> like eight routers to get internet everywhere? No, because it's the problem is is it's the wife. Look, we talked about this on interface. If you want to know about all that, listen to it on there because it's a <laughs> um, whole thing. Oh, what a, I blog, found two blog, what a great advert for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so okay, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I, it will happen. It's just I don't know. She's she's. I mean, it's really annoying because today I was actually I was down in the town and outside CX there was like I was looking through the window and they had like switches in there that were like 350 quid. And I was like, so I took a picture and sent it to her and said, see, it is more expensive now. <laughs> see, it is bre- Brexit. Yeah. And then she just wrote back. I hope she replied saying, oh, yeah, well, you can sell That's yours it, then, can't you? That is exactly what money. she said. She, she, just, she just said you should sell it then. And I just, yeah, I'm not happy with that. But, um, yeah, but it's still great. And it's still, I don't regret buying it at all because it's fantastic. But um, mm-hmm. the main thing I've been playing is Persona 5. And I've been playing it oh. for about two weeks now. Um, it's funny because the trouble is, is it's a bit difficult to talk about this because none none of you are interested in this, are you at all? Like, care no. about it? I, I like, I'm still, I still want to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, as I mentioned before, I played Persona Four and just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm no, I'm, I'm willing to be convinced. I think. Uh, see, what what was it that you didn't like about Persona Four, Sean? It was just, it was just when everyone, you know. Because everyone had banged on about it so mm-hmm. much, like like I, you know, going into a JRPG these days, I know what to expect. Um, but when everyone's like, "No, honestly, this is like one of the fucking best ones ever made," I'm like, "All right, all right, I'll, I'll have a go." But I just felt like it suffered from all the same problems. Just like I don't, I didn't give a shit about the dialogue or the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know everyone loves like Chie and stuff, and I was like, oh, it's just annoying. Like, oh, yeah, she's got a jacket. Well done. <laughs> um, and and just felt like it wasn't respecting my time anywhere near enough. Um, I think like it felt like all the dungeons <laughs> you were just like fuck. <laughs> you're not you're not ex- you're no, not respecting you know when you feel like, like this is like I'm 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 early on in the game and I already feel like it's dragging stuff out for the sake of sending a note like, to the ah. developers with just the words time is money written in it. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> I ain't got time for this. I've got indie games to play. But um, here's you know, my yeah, invoice. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I think I think probably though I think you probably would have more luck with this um, because it okay. really hits the ground running because I mean mm-hmm. one of the things about Persona 4 that I found because I I played it and finished it um, over like the last couple of months and I see I'm not a massive fan of JRPGs either because as mm. we've discussed before I can't stand like the grinding and all that kind of stuff because yeah. it does to me just feel like padding and it's it's just I don't know, it just irritates me. But I found with Persona 4 it wasn't so bad because you can just switch on the mode where you can't kind of fail. And I was playing the game <laughs> mostly just because the story interested me. You know, I thought this is, you know, this mm-hmm. is not too bad. And the story in that does get better. But in this, it's it really, the pace is much faster. And actually, I found it a lot more stressful to play than Persona 4 because of that. Because in at the beginning of Persona 4, it's there's it's really sort of slow build up, like really, really super like glacial slow. Mm. Um whereas with this, it's there's just so much dialogue. It, it's I mean this the thing I don't like about it so much is that it is like really, really dialogue heavy heavy this game. Like it's just mm. constant like sort of text. I mean, to be fair, a lot of it is really well translated and really interesting and like really well you know, sort of well made. But you know like how with Zelda you well for me I never really get bored with playing it and I don't really feel like I want to stop at any time whereas with this mm. after I've been playing for about an hour or so I kind of just feel yeah I need to have a break from this now because there's just <laughs> too much like it's just too much dialogue and that that's that's the problem I'm having with a bit because the the pace although the story pace is like much 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 faster which is more exciting it also just like the constant dialogue does get a bit tiresome because one one of the good things yeah. with persona 4 was the fact that you kind of just live your life like the whole point of it is that you can you make choices about what you're going to do with your day you know like you finish school then you're like okay what should i do now am i going to go and do like study or am i going to do you know like meet up with someone or something like that and like build relationships and that's really good whereas at the stage i'm at with this at the moment i mean i'm only 25 hours in but it just feels like every day they keep pushing me to do things and that mm feels a bit irritating to be honest because it's like i just want to because the world they've constructed is fantastic i mean it's it's the most stylish game that i've played for such a long time it looks i for me i just think it looks fantastic and i mean i even mm-hmm. sent matt a video of like the victory screen because yeah. <laughs> because the music in it is superb and it just it just i just think <laughs> it looks so good but the thing is is they've done this thing where you can't record any of it like you can't do you know you can't use the share no. button and the well, the reason apparently the reason for that is that the developers said it, because it's such a story heavy game they don't want any of it spoiled, which is ridiculous. Mm. But it's yeah. kind of annoying because some of the, the like the cutscenes and stuff they just look so good that I just want to share them, and it's um, you know it's kind of <laughs> really cool. I mean, also as I said, the music. I mean, the music in this is so oh, it it really sets the atmosphere so well, like so. You see, Persona 4 also had like a lot of like sort of really sort of memorable sort of like music, but uh, to be honest, a lot of it I kind of found it became memorable because it was irritating. 
And because they just kept playing the same thing like over and over in certain sections of the game. Whereas in this, although they're doing the same thing, the tracks are a lot better, I think. And they just mm-hmm. really, like, the atmosphere is just is amazing. I mean, there's also, I mean, the other thing is, like, I mean, the characters are pretty good. They're pretty interesting. There is that whole, have you read the whole thing about the issues that it's got with kind of sexism and that kind of stuff in it? No, but I can imagine. Yeah, sure. I mean, there is there is a whole issue with that. But you see, the whole general conceit of the game is kind of like how sort of shitty and corrupt the adult world is and how this is impacting on younger people and how some of the younger people are finally sort of saying, like, this is enough. Like, we've got to stop this now. But, you know, that sounds really like, you know, this kind of Lord of War and that kind of thing. But on the other hand, there are lots of sexy girls and suggestive comments in the game. Yeah, that's sort of, you know, it's like they've still rammed all that stuff in, you know, to like kind of, yeah. and it's it still feels a bit. How kind many of points have, have you gone up with your review because of that? It's getting a pretty good score, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and subhuman scum. Most, I mean, the thing is, is there's a lot of that stuff in it, and although a lot of the stuff which is more sort of seedy does come from adults. It's, it just feels a bit uncomfortable, like it's a bit kind of off. And it's got the usual yeah. Japanese thing of like, you're not really sure how old these people are supposed to be. Oh, you know, it's, it's that, <laughs> and it's a bit kind of uncomfortable. But um, yeah. I don't know, I, ju- I just wish that it would just slow down a little bit so that I could just sort of more experience like, you know, the whole... I mean, because it's, you know, it's set in um, in the city, whereas Persona 4 was set in the countryside. So it kind of makes yeah. sense that there is this sort of like a much faster pace with this. But it's still a bit too much. But maybe it'll calm down. I mean, as I said, I'm only 25 hours in, so with a, with this kind of game, you can't really judge it at this stage because it's yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably not even anywhere near halfway through. So, but um, it's. It, I I would say that it's definitely worth a go purely because I just think it looks amazing. Um, is the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does look a bit. I mean, some people have said it looks a bit like sort of rough, but I don't know. I mean, it does look a bit like a PS3 game to a you know, but like a really good looking one. But that's part of the charm. I don't know. I, I just think it looks great. It's uh, it's because this is this on Vita as well. No, this is only on PS4. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was on the Vita as well. So in which case, I would have forgiven the whole. Yeah, and thing. it's. I mean, it, you see, I mean, I've played it a lot on remote play, and that works really well actually with this because it's not the kind of game that mm. requires like you know pinpoint you know inputs or anything. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is is the is the back touch because. There are parts of the game where you have to use like the L three like trick you know like buttons and you have to use that and it's just it's a bit of a irritation, yeah. but it does work very well yeah. on Vita actually. Um, it's not too tiny or anything like that. But yeah. um, I know it it might be worth having a look. I mean, when you if you ever see it anywhere or anything like that, because it is quite different to Persona Four. It's um the pace yeah. is a lot faster, and it's just so damn stylish. <laughs> I just I, <laughs> I just like it. It's interesting because I. I don't know if it'll end up cheap or not because I don't know. From what I've heard, um, the distributors basically they know exactly how many people are going to buy mm-hmm. this because they know the audience, and that is how many copies they're sending yeah. out to retailers. I can imagine and that, that yeah. and that's it. Because it's yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, I've I've got like a disc version, and the disc mm-hmm. version they sent me, I think, is even it's not even like. Um, like one of those ones that says like you know not for resale or anything like that. It's just like it was just an actual retail. I think so. I can't remember. Or that was or was that Yakuza? <laughs> I can't remember. Like one of them, they just did that, and it's like you know that's because they're not you know there's maybe not a massive print run of it, which is a shame. Look out for that on eBay soon, game fans. <laughs> yeah, coming coming to a CEX near I'm, you soon. Uh, not Michael Fox, but um yeah, it's <laughs> but no, it's it, 
Always worth making that yeah, clip. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, it's. I think it's, I mean, yeah, regardless of whether or not I end up getting on with it, like, yeah, all the reviews have been through the roof and it's just like, oh, another incredible Japanese yeah. game in 2017. I mean, they're just banging it out the park ridiculous. at the moment with this because it's just, yeah, this yeah. is another one and it's just, it's just amazing. You know, it's, um, mm. yeah, there's just been so much good stuff recently and it's kind of, stressful to be honest because it's like you want to keep up with this stuff and it's like they just keep you and you know better and better stuff yeah the stress is they just keep, s- they just keep sending these games to in the post to james for free it's ridiculous <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> the uh the stress is on your part isn't it i mean you don't have to keep up but we, we've all got that mentality it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. but there you go but all right cool that's what we've been playing this week let's get on to letters and stuff Okay, so these are the emails. Um, if you want to email us, it's the computer game show at gmail.com. <laughs> okay, the first one's from DB. It says, uh, because of Call of Duty 4, I learned what the... Is this the Coriolis effect? I've never, Coriolis. Oh, Coriolis, okay. Yeah. Coriolis effect was, and this helped answer a trivia question in Persona 4. I don't remember that. Anyway, Resident <laughs> Evil 2 taught me to climb up and down stairs two at a time, and I went to um, Kabukicho what? in Tokyo and was able to get around without a map, because of the Yakuza series, and it's like you know, like a one-to-one recreation. Has a game ever shown or taught you something that carried over to real life? Can we just rewind here to climbing up and downstairs two at a time? What the fuck? What do you mean? Can you not like? Okay, I I can do up two at a time, but down two at a time just seems like madness. Yeah, I can't. I can't do two. I see people do two at a time down all the time. So I get that, but no, I've never been able to do it. It freaked me that out. Is, that is freaky. I used yeah. to do it, but when I gained a lot of weight, it's a bit bit of a risk. It's risky now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take the risk. Don't want to turn into the Indiana Jones ball. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't need a video game to teach me how to climb upstairs two steps at a time. I just did what the cool kids did at school <laughs> and found myself doing it naturally. Um, yeah, flirting. Mass Effect. I just come on really yeah, strong now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I can't think of an example of something that's taught me anything. The only thing I can think of is, as a teenager, I was fucking ignorant and didn't read any books. Um, so then playing uh, Planescape Torment, I was like, oh, this is what this is why people enjoy good words written down. So that was, <laughs> that, that was educational, mm. but only because I was an idiot. It's a weak example. I, I mean, I um, <clears throat> the answer is no. But um, I mean, I, I remember after <laughs> hamming wee bowling, I just thought, you know, when I go bowling in real life, I'm going to be amazing. When bowling in real life, it did not transfer to real life. It was still <laughs> terrible. What also, were you sitting on your sofa? Just <laughs> did you bring your sofa along and just like get the bowling ball, sit down on it, and sort of just flick your wrist just quickly? <laughs> Come on, I'm pressing the trigger, guys. <laughs> Strike Why every time. You know, I, I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just me, but I am. I, um, I am convinced that were I to be involved in, a, in a, a car accident or something where you have to quickly make decisions, I'm convinced that after playing games, I'll be better doing that than, say, like a non-game player. Is, is that just something that happens in my mind? Like I've wondered this about driving in general, and I, and I know everyone's like, it's not that driving in games is not the same as driving in real life, and of course they are correct. That's not what I'm saying. But just, yeah, that ability to quickly react to things yeah. and to understand, like, 
to understand how to control something other than yourself through like an like an abstract yeah. set of, uh, yeah, of I mean, you know just, levers just and buttons and things <laughs> like you know like when you reverse how it's like you know the controls are reversed you know that kind of thing which like you get yeah. used to in games <laughs> but, and it's like yeah yeah, I mean, even more extreme extreme examples like if my car, I don't know how to happen. I've thought about this a lot, Matt. If, yeah. if my car was suddenly on two wheels, I I would know that I would know <laughs> that to counteract that I would turn towards the ground. And GTA taught me that. You know, I, I don't uh, know I, when I I'll take it back about I've had the same thought. I've never <laughs> thought. I thought also, you were going to say. <laughs> also, if I suddenly go into a skid on ice, I know I'll turn into the skids and like yeah, you know, games it. like Sega yes. Rally, etc. Done that. But I I yeah. just think. <laughs> Like, yeah. If if there's if I was in the motorway and something that's a car skidding towards me, I think I would be better avoiding that or skidding or doing whatever I need to do versus someone who doesn't play games. Matt, uh, I'm asking a question: that. Has Fire Emblem also told you not to like try gacha machines in real life? Like, <laughs> oh my god, no! It has happened in real life because my daughter is obsessed with Paw Patrol, and you get these like thing called squidgems. Basically, you can collect like the Paw Patrol characters. You you can't see what's in the packet. They just they just like little red like. Uh, eggs essentially and so now every time we buy them at Tesco it's like the same she's got bloody you know Chase again or one of the other Paw Patrol pops <laughs> and it's like oh god Gatchas are ruining my entire everywhere I look there's fucking Gatcha machines now there's Mario <laughs> ones of those yeah um, there's every, every character whatever. Luigi's blue Luigi's blue like that's why we haven't bought what? it yet because like, <laughs> uh, even blue. Harry was like it's not Luigi it's not, he's not wearing green <laughs> What's going, what the fuck is going on here? Jesus, yeah, it's bizarre. Anyway, you know, um, it, games haven't taught me anything, but I, I feel like if there's, if there's something that happened on the motorway, I'll, I'll be, I'll react better than the other chumps out there. Yeah. Oh, I started thinking about and enjoying photography in real life as a result of having a go on the skate games. Are you going to say Pokemon Snap? <laughs> Next question. All right, lads. Uh, I couldn't help right. but be stunned by Matt's blasé attitude to potentially losing his fifty-hour Zelda save due to a fault in his two hundred and seventy-nine pa- uh, two hundred seventy pounds new gadget, and the incompetence of the manufacturer in failing to provide an alternative way to restore his save file. I would have been inconsolable. I love Nintendo, but will someone please tell them we live in the future now, where these things are possible? I can only assume Matt has a soundproof room in his house, which he visits once a day to scream for two solid minutes, allowing him to continue his day facing every adverse situation with a shrug and a smile. (laughs) Anyway, this unfortunate occurrence reminded me of the time my little sister saved over my Pokemon Red file, so in my anger I falsely told her that she was adopted, and that because because she wasn't my (laughs) real sister, I didn't love her anymore. Fucking (laughs) hell, that is deep. (laughs) Twenty years later... That is deep. 20 years later, I think she's still unsure of the truth, but that's the price she pays for erasing my level 89 Blastoise from uh, existence. Besides Matt's Zelda troubles, have any of you suffered any heartbreaking corrupted saves or accidentally, accidental fire wipes in your time? That's from oh. Jake Cavallo. Well, I've had, yeah. the, I've had the Animal Crossing disaster where I lost two years, yeah. two years of like Animal Crossing. <laughs> because the of, Animal Crossing disaster. Yeah, that was, that was the worst that was. Never I was forget. so upset about that. Two years of of content gone, just like that. Computer anyway. game related, I accidentally saved over the top of my uh, Saints Row Free save. I was way into that game, and then started a co op campaign, not realizing that if you save over your latest save while you're planning co op, it just wipes it and starts it again. Uh, ridiculous. Um, non computer game related, I had an insanely good 
insanely good pop, pog collection. I had some of the best pogs um, and they were all in my bottom drawer and I just thought, hey, I'll go and have a look at my pogs one day, open up the bottom drawer and they were all gone. My sister had sold them to someone that lived down the road for a pound. So, oh, fuck. I was happy similar. about that. My sister gave all my M&M CDs to one of her ex-boyfriends. Just all my CDs. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> I despise both of your sisters now. Yep. Like for <laughs> Yep. That's that's just inexcusable. Yep, totally. Totally. It was uh yeah, it was shocking absolutely shocking. I had a I had metal slammers and everything. Jesus. But there I you never go. Into pogs, really? Did you not? Oh they were good. Matt, you'd I mean, have loved it. It was shit, all about anyway. gambling, that but, yeah. was. You didn't yeah, know what yeah, pogs yeah. you were getting yeah. in I the ne- tube. Never got into until pogs. you'd opened it. To be uh, and then, babes. You <laughs> <laughs> know that ain't true. Go on. Um, okay. Go on. What I have okay. what, 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 Go on to the next question. Is that what you're going to say? Well, has anyone get, else got another example? No, let's move on. Um, so um, the rest of the no, world I will say, whoa, 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 James. Come on. There's. I, I've got to answer the guy's question about my blase attitude. Um, it is annoying, <laughs> but I think the fact that what, it's so, so amazing, I'm sort of less bothered. If the game wasn't stunning maybe i'll be like for fuck sake, fuck's sake but you know i want to go back and play that game so starting from the beginning isn't the end of the world and i spent a lot of those hours just fanning about i mean i'd spent it's 50 hours and i'd just done the first divine beast that's so, not what you're saying though matt that that wasn't his point his point was how are you not furious that you've just bought this brand new machine for all this amount of money and it's fucked already well um it, it's annoying but it's nothing no amount of anger is gonna change it just gotta hope for the best um yeah, I hope it changes. And I, I hear that they actually mm. send you an email during the repair process to let you know whether they have or have not saved your kept your safe uh, data. So it actually arrived at Nintendo today. So I'll probably get an email in the next week or so saying we 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 uh, we've lost it. <laughs> Start again, please. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Next question. Zelda Breath of the Wild has been lauded by some as being the best game ever made, which it may well be. Uh, what I wanted to ask you is, when you look back at what your favourite game is, or say top five games, did you come to that judgement immediately after playing it, or after some time has passed for you to reflect on the game? Or do you even know if it's going to be one of your favourite games ever whilst playing it? I'm not talking about games which you merely think are good, but just those you that are really special to you. Thanks and keep up the good work. That's from Kurt Lewin. Uh, little from column A, little from column B. I mean, some yeah. games have grown on me over time, and I consider them to be up there as the best ever, and... Some games I've while I've been playing on being going, no, this is really something special. So um Yeah. And like, you know, some games seem incredible and then you think about them afterwards and it all sort of unravels yep. and you're like, hang on a minute, there were problems with that. But then even then it's like, well, which is the more honest appraisal? Like <laughs> you know, if you if you later figure out that something is bollocks, you still have those memories of it being as special as it was initially. So, although you don't speak yeah. up for uh, Bioshock Infinite when you when you do. I speak up for the first half an hour of Bioshock Infinite on a regular basis. Yeah, but you know, you <laughs> certainly change your tune with that one. <clears throat> Left your old mate Dave That's hanging. It is, it is mostly rubbish. Oh, no, you but sure, again, we had that conversation the night you completed it. We had yeah, that conversation, I and I, I wish I I'd know, have said. I know, it. I know, and again, like Bioshock Infinite is is the like one of the finest examples because yeah, like there. Are, there are so many bits in that where I was so fully on board with it, um, and then but then afterwards you're like, hang on a minute, <laughs> the fucking the big daddy 
guys were shit and this oh, and they the were other. Shit, yeah. And then they, the they ghost boss but, but then, but again, you're like, yeah, but I still remember like that opening section and just like being absolutely stunned by it. And that's, that didn't, you know, that doesn't change. That doesn't retroactively get worse. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, in, in, to actually answer the question, it's it's a case by case thing, isn't it? Yeah, Certainly absolutely. Zelda, like you can be an hour into Zelda and just be like, oh, I've played nothing like this. This is this is sticking around in my head <laughs> for some time. Um, Near Automata was another one for me that, like, like relatively early on, I was like, this is this is very me. Um, like I, you know, and and it just continually kept surprising me. So even though I was I was already like, oh man, this is this might be one of the best games I've ever played. It only improved from there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything where I've initially been like, this is shit, and then come around on it and be like, oh, actually, that's been that was really smart. Well, I yeah, suppose you, the, that one that you were banging on last about last year, where they changed the frame rate. Which one was that? So what was it? Oh, Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, but that wasn't like a difference in my interpretation of it. No, like that no. was actually things changing with the game. Yeah. You know, I suppose uh, Fire Emblem Awakening is a good example because I bounced off that loads of times, and that's ended up being in like my top ten of all time ever. There I we guess, go. In, in terms uh, of a, yeah, fish and answer. Yeah, in terms that. of like games being special, like <laughs> when I think about to the special games, it's games like Mario sixty four. Uh, and I'm going to the the make make an immediate impact on me, uh, regardless of whether I mm. feel like this could be one of my all time special all time top games. The special ones mm. are the ones that I feel like make an impact pr- pretty early on. The games where I think mm. you know this could be uh, of the all timers, I I feel like I can't really make an, a judgment until I finish the game. Like so, Half Life Two is a, a good example of that for me. I knew it is really good, but I just feel like I, I couldn't place it in the all-time list for me until i finish it and then i can sit back and think actually yeah like the, the whole the whole body of the whole body of work the whole game experience in total uh, i can look at that and then, and then assess um so i think i think it differs i mean mm. but zelda is really rare in that yeah within half an hour of playing that game you're like jesus this is this is an all-timer you, you can tell that straight away mm-hmm. that is such a rare thing to happen generally yeah. i do regret not giving rainbow six siege game of the year two years ago because um came it came out, out in December, time, didn't it? yeah yeah time. it did really mm. frustrated because i look back at that year and i just think yeah that was easily my favorite game of the year and the most different to anything else that i'd ever played like it was it changed what an online shooter was for me um and i yeah just i, I gave it to the taking king which is a it's a you know I spent an insane amount of hours on that, and that's an incredible expansion. But come on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Next question, I guess. Okay. Uh, evening, fellas. Uh, what games are you most excited about hearing about at E3 this year? Any of you got any realistic long shots? Oh, and who's thinking of going to EGX this year? Uh, that's from Adam. Uh, I, I'm not going to EGX this year. Uh, Berm in a minute. Um, yeah. Also, I'll be like about to have a child. Good point. So uh, definitely not, unfortunately. I uh, what games am I looking forward to at E3? I don't know. I don't think there's anything that sticks out as I suppose. You know, looking forward to seeing what they do with Destiny at E3. Um, 
I mean, if Matt had well, his we might have already seen. Yeah, you'll see that. Yeah, we might already know what's going on. I yeah, I as realistic things go. I mean, I still think F Zero's on the cards for them to just Nintendo just come out. Why is it impossible? Because no one's going to buy it, Dave. It's like there's a reason why there hasn't been one for like years, and it's because no one buys them, and it's they're not going to do it. I mean, I I think I think what's realistic is I think we might get the first look at like an Animal Crossing on Switch. I think because it oh, may definitely. like Jesus fucking Christ, who cares? <laughs> a lot the of game hasn't do. changed for God a lot knows of people long. do care though. I wouldn't More say people a long care shot. about F Zero, but it's also because it will probably tie in with the um yeah the mobile version they've got like coming this, this oh, year. Yeah. So I think that's a possible. lot of people cared about Brexit, James. Does that mean it's right? Does that mean it's right, mate? Oh. <laughs> Come anyway, on, it's. I don't know. It's. I, I mean, I'm excited about whatever Nintendo are going to do because it. This is. A, I mean, it's such a fantastic opportunity for them. You know, with this because they've yeah. got pretty good momentum with this with the Switch. Are they just going to chuck it all away like they did with the GameCube? This. This is what, this is what I'm just really <laughs> curious to see. Oh, did, you know, you know what's yeah. beautiful about this is that James is showing us his weak spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're ready to. It's glowing, James. Yeah, we're going to attack it. Yeah. <laughs> We um, presumably this year's E3, we might see what from software are up mm-hmm. to. Um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's going to be Bloodborne 2. I sort of hope that isn't it because we saw, you know, the diminishing returns on Dark Souls as that wore on. I actually mean, Dark Souls 3 was better than two, but um, like none of them hit the, the you know the highs of the first one. So Bloodborne 2. I mean, I, yeah, of course, I would end up buying and playing and probably really enjoying it. But I'd, it'd be cool to see if they're doing something else. Obviously, I want a new armored core, but I've given up on that dream. So um, we'll see. Uh, Left for Dead, Left for Dead <laughs> One and Two on Switch. Come on, make it happen. Yeah, Rocket League Switch, make it happen. Yeah, the, the most recent episode of Walking Dead's just come out. Did you get it, Matt? Yeah, uh, not yet. No, have you? I've got Walking it. Walking Dead because I, I got it with Did... the um, you know, as the part of the thing, but I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. Did I say Walking Dead on Switch? You did, yes. I didn't say Left 4 Dead. Nope. No, 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 you did say Left 4 Dead. No, you didn't. You said Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. No, I you said Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said Left 4 Dead. <laughs> I mean, he said it and you heard it. But we'll, yeah, maybe. we'll listen back. Um, <laughs> James James not so confident anymore, is he? Not, because this, this happens so many times. times. And then no, we go back and listen dead. to it and it's... Yeah. And you're always wrong. Definitely That's not true. Remember that, remember that like a couple of months ago when that happened? Then it turned out that Matt was just winding us all up. He that was... was good, wasn't it? That was really good. <laughs> Next. Both off. Anyway. Um, hang on, hang on. Uh, EGX, I love to go, but no one else can be bothered to travel like two hours on a train. So It is Birmingham. Oh, you know. Just <laughs> okay. Hang on, just to be clear, right? It's not that it's Birmingham. It's that it's a car park. Half an hour outside of Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, you're not just, that, you're not just... with your best mates. Who? That's true. No, okay. It's true. Um, My best mates don't go um, to things like that, Matt. Next. Um, we just see long shots. No, if it, oh. if it wasn't for impending child, I, I would be up for us all going. But, this is, but, but... Sean, this is a last chance. No, that, that's already gone. Like, Rezd was oh, my okay. last wow. uh, you are, game you're setting thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. realistic long shots Half-Life 3 of course um, and what <laughs> no, I, I want to see the next game from CD Projekt Red is that something uh, yeah I can't remember what it's called now but uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. Yeah, just because it's interesting it was like yeah 
Also, um, we're probably going to see the new Bioware thing, right? Oh yeah, it'd be a dragon It'd be interesting to see what they've been thing that they've sacked uh, Mass Effect off. It's no, no, this is the other one that's like yet another like MMO kind of thing. Well, it's like, a new IP when no one knows what it is, so it'd be interesting it'd be to games see. Games as a service. It'd be interesting to see where they where they go. Yeah, next. what the setting's going to be. They've got the yeah, like they've got their own sci-fi one. They've got their own fantasy one. Yeah, what what um, else is there? <laughs> What else is there? There's no other kind of story. There isn't. No, but you know what I mean? Like ro- role-playing game staples. Like they're your, your two opposite corners. So it'd be interesting. Is it going to be a Western? Ooh. Probably going to be oh, a Western. Oh, that's an idea, isn't it? I mean, it would be ridiculous to announce it before Red Dead 2. But there is, that. is it going to be a Western? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still most excited to see about um, the next Xbox uh, uh, um at uh, at E3, that's the thing I'm most excited about. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care. But anyway. <laughs> oh wow! You changed the tune. Love that. Love that. Nice. Well, no, I, I don't care about the Xbox. It's, I don't care about the Scorpio because there's. I haven't got a 4K TV. It's probably going to be really expensive, and I'm just not really that bothered. It's uh, you know, I'd rather. That's why it's going to be fascinating. Games. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Uh, do you want tweets? We do. No, no, James. Yes, no, we please. don't want tweets. Fuck it. Let's go home. All right. Go on. Okay. I want to go and play Persona 5 anyway, so... You play that now Just anyway. Read, nice. Read it out. Fuck the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners. Anyway, um, if you want to tweet us, it's uh, at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Athene Allen is the first one uh, I've got here, which is... <laughs> World's biggest TCGS fan, <laughs> Athene Allen. <laughs> Number one fan. So she says, uh, now Turner's has got a switch. One of the recent main plot arcs is resolved. What is? What's your <laughs> next major plot point? <laughs> what, we've already started it with, with Fargate. Yeah. No. <laughs> James guffing everywhere. That, that yeah. was a one-off. That was a one-off. It was, it was, no, it was three it hours wasn't, though, James. We'll see about that, won't we? It wasn't. It was three it hours was a one-off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's great because yeah, so we've it, this you know like the X Files yeah. There's like there's the overall arc and then there's just the monster of the week. That was stuff. a monster of the week. So Dave getting a switch was a, was the resolving of an arc and Fartgate was monster of the week. <laughs> so Fartgate's actually... going to run and run though. Yeah, because you keep going on about it, Matt. It's just like... <laughs> You're obsessed. Look, James, Matt, I'll stop Matt, talking you... about it when you stop farting. Yeah, well, Matt, you, you you crack on, mate. Because, you uh, <laughs> just well, you fixed your mute button now, Matt, uh, James. So we won't know it. how many times I haven't you've used it for the well, entire show. We won't find out. Yeah. Uh, you know. Okay, Dave. Being don't careful. get me mixed up with fart boy. The methane in James's shed right now. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> do not have a cigarette. Don't light a match. <laughs> whatever you do. <laughs> Good job. I stopped smoking. Anyway, um, <laughs> so do you want? Do you want to? What is the next major plot point, or are we just moving on? From We've that? just done it. It's... Come on, James. Fucking read the room. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I think it, like it's Fartgate, but also you know this is going to be next. The next six months are going to be massive for the Sean leaving plot point. I mean, that's going to be you yeah. know how's he going to go? Who's going to kill him? Was it an ashtray? You know, yeah. do old enemies yeah. return? Oh, can't wait. Okay, so what is the next plot point? Anyone? <laughs> Well, Matt, Matt, has, Matt has saved that, so it's kind of okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> next we got CSA7 says, after suggesting Bioware brought this on themselves and promoting boring arsehole Colin Moriarty, what is Gamergate Matt's next bold move? <laughs> uh, I'm glad. Matt's, going, Matt's noticed that, that uh, uh, these people are getting more, what is it, Twitter, what do you call it, engagement? Yeah. <laughs> so Matt's going full right wing now. <laughs> 
He's doing a full uh, Ian Miles Chong. <laughs> just being like, oh, well, everyone likes the right wing stuff now, so let's, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, let's just dive this on that. What that was all about, all that, you know, having to see what the other side had got to say. It's because you're positioning yourself, aren't you, Matt? <laughs> Look, you know? I, 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 I want to be an early adopter. I've got to get in there on the ground floor. Um, I mean, I can't say now, uh, uh, Chris, but my 45-page manifesto will be online in the next couple of days. <laughs> next question. Anon TBQH uh, says, how did David Turner's even get a Switch? Hope he's not using that e-celeb status for personal gain. I tried to use my e-celeb status for personal gain. I mean, <laughs> I literally just said, can you send me a Switch on the show last week? No response. That didn't work. So... Uh, Instead, I had to phone up an insurance company and ask where my money was. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Job done. Next question. Okay, now the next one is from... Now, okay. Matt, you tried to work out how to pronounce this name <laughs> well, today. Well, I what, didn't try to work out. I, I, I asked you how to pronounce his Twitter. So how, how am I supposed to do this? Well, he says he's had a million different um, versions of it in the past. So basically, it just call him Stu. Stu on Twitter... Okay. Uh, okay, so Stu Twitter says formally Ustivu, yeah, Ustivu, or yeah. SMW, but let's just call him Stu and be done with it. Okay, so Stu right. says, uh, "Please, okay, this is going to be interesting because Dave's bang up for this one." Uh, yep. <laughs> please, could you all stage an intervention uh, intervention on tonight's show about the positioning of David Turner's TV? It pains me every time he posts a picture. It's flat against the wall in a corner with restrictive viewing from one sofa and side on from the other. And he's included yeah. that picture. Right. Okay, Stu, um, I know you're a top fan and um, you know what I'm like. If you're going to come at me with stuff like this, then you're going to get some shit back. So brace yourself. Um, firstly, you've been... This is response to a, a tweet that I put out where I showed the switch um, in my hands while the voice was on the telly. Uh, and you have made so many assumptions based on that image. It's insane. For starters, the, 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 why you think the TV's against the wall is beyond me. It's not. It's away from the wall. And if you were trying to say, why is it parallel with the wall? It isn't. It's angled. If you look at the base of the TV, you can see that it's at an angle. Secondly, we've only got one sofa in this room, not two. You mentioned in your tweet that one sofa, you, you've you've got a side side on view, which I'm assuming you think that there's one sofa against the wall, angled ninety degrees from the telly. There's not. It's one sofa. It's a big corner sofa. That one seat that's over there is basically used as a footrest for whoever's sitting in the corner. It's gleaming. It's lovely. You sit right back and feet up, watching the telly at the end of your feet. It's beautiful. Beautiful way to live your life. Secondly, the restricted view from where I took that photo so I'm at right at the end of the sofa the restricted view is there's two things here one the voice is on the telly so don't give a fuck how restricted the view is <laughs> that's got nothing to do with it two it's over to the right hand side because I had to somehow get the fucking switch in like it's that dock has to be next to that telly and the only way to do it is to move it over to the right hand fucking side otherwise you just lose connection constantly um but if i was watching something on that telly i'd just move it over like you just slide it over to the left a little bit what so you have it's to fine. move your television every time you want to see the whole picture that doesn't Mate, the sound thing right. weighs of, well, the thing weighs about the same as paper. Well, I, you I just don't move think you should have to move your television <laughs> every time you want to sit down and watch the whole screen. That is insane. 
I try to move my television when I want to watch the whole screen, I've, but if I'm watching 95%, I'll sit over here and miss a bit or but, move but, the television. Matt, it doesn't right? matter. It's Matt, light. It's not a mobile. Matt, it's. Yep. Yeah. Matt, when I'm sitting head on with a TV, I want the TV like straight in front of me, not angled. But when there's many people in the. When there's a few people in the front room. We want it angled so everyone's got like a, a decent view of the telly. So so everyone can so, see ninety five percent of the screen. So you would, no, because you'd move it over, Matt. Like that's the thing. And if you're angling it, you could just move it over to the left hand side. It takes two seconds. Thirdly, I can't right, believe you're defending the fact you have to move this. your television to see the entire screen. No, I don't. The only reason why you can't see it in that photo is a recent thing, because before the voice started, I set the fucking dock up and I had to move everything over to the right-hand side to fit it in. I'm still working on how to put this all together. It's a work in progress. But there are other two points to this. The first being, I don't really give a shit, to be honest with you. I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, it's got to be... I'm not one of these guys who wants to see the whole screen. Um, I'm okay with... You're focusing on this way too much, Matt. If I want to see the whole screen, I see the whole screen. If I want to see the the whole screen, I move a television. It's fine, Matt. It weighs like two two grams, if that. Go on, next. Matt, I don't understand what you're saying to me. Okay, you, look, you've, I've, I've you think it's on better. I've, I've Hold on, James, James, James shut up, shut up. Let me Go deal on. with this first. <laughs> You're saying it's better to just fix your TV in one position at all times. See, that's um, insane to me. I, I'm, yes, if it means seeing the whole display at once, yeah. Call me old-fashioned. What? I've just explained. It's It's... That's a new thing to fit the fucking dock in because then Nintendo can't make a machine that can have controllers that are more than two foot away from the fucking dock, right? Secondly, is you, I I constantly adjust where my TV sits on that on that thing because it's just gets worse. No, you're an idiot. See, I yeah, I I, I can't. I couldn't yeah, do that. I, I, like yeah, it's just it's in it's in the right position and Sean, if it gets yours nudged, is on the top I'm of it. Well, when I come to yours, it was on the top of a fucking tall set of drawers. You had to look up to fucking watch watch the screen. So don't you get involved. Secondly, when was this? How long ago was <laughs> this? Your wedding, student digs in ninety seven. When your wedding, when I sat down and watched your TV for five minutes, I had a fucking neck ache. Yeah. Um, right, secondly, oh, no, wait, 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 was it a neck ache? Hang on, I can see the whole screen. This is weird. I also just... <laughs> I'm hurting his eyes. It's too bright. It's it's like never, top, I never understand people that view yeah. pictures like that and go, right, I've got to tell him that his TV's wrong. I've, I'll never get that. I'll never get that mentality. The, the, the level on which I'm uncomfortable with this is that, like, he's got no idea what you know, like how big your flat is. So like, it could be like, it's, like it's almost a bit classist to be like, like you don't know how much room people have got and how much stuff they have to keep in their living room. Like that might be the only configuration that is available to you. What, what, so where, where the TV is? Because one of the things pl- he said was in, in the corner. Yeah, I can't have the TV yeah. anywhere else in this front room. It's just not possible. The only See, other possible place I can put it is on the wall above the fireplace. This is and what I wanted to say. That. Because that the picture it is kind of misleading actually because it it's not as bad as that at mm-hmm. all like in real life, but it is a bit it's a bit uncomfortable Dave. It's what's like it's un- what's uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I, I play games with you on that TV, and it's like if you're like it's a bit uncomfortable like where you sit. Like if you if you sit on, on a the sofa, so- in, no, right you, in front no, of the telly. If you sit on one of the sofas, <laughs> it's, it is like 
to your side, so you've got to like turn around and like. Hold on, hold it. on, James. What do you mean on one of the sofas? I've got one okay, sofa. Okay, okay, okay. On your massive, on your massive corner sofa, it's yeah. like you know you've got to like if you're on one side of it, you have to like sort of twist your you know twist your back so you can like see it. And then... What are you talking about, James? That is bullshit. <laughs> it's not. Well, and then the other one is like... No, no, like, no, hold if on. You, if Where you sit... on my sofa have you got to sit to, so that you're craning your neck to view the TV? <clears throat> no, no, Where you're not your neck. Sofa? You just have to... You can't sit with your back against the sofa because then you're like, you know, at the wrong angle. You can't see it. Did, did you, you, this is insanity. I don't it's know what not. you're talking it's... about. Guys, 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 guys. I think... We found our new story. <laughs> you can sit anywhere on this sofa with your back on the back and watch the telly. You can't. Like, that's complete yes, bullshit. Yes, with your neck to the it's... left and side. <laughs> if exactly, you're... if you're on that one, you, you haven't got a chance. You'd have, you'd have to like you know crane your neck to be able to see you, it. But you boys, you boys are fucking insane. No, no, Dave, 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 like... Dave, right? If if you sit on the sofa and you've got your um. And yeah, so in that picture, you're sitting on the sofa where you can see the corner of it. You're going to have to turn your neck to the left to see the TV, unless you can lounge on it. But if there's more than well, one person... If you're sitting like some sort of, uh, I don't know, like some sort of army sergeant or something like... Uh, do, I, <laughs> the thing is, if you, <laughs> no, you sit if up you straight, sit. like proper like straight like that, or do you lean back in your sofa No, if you, if you want to sit two people like watching your TV at the same time, you have to get uncomfortably close to each other. That's all I'm saying. So that you can see, so you can both see the TV at the right viewing angle. It's like it's you know it's it's not. You, so guys, you guys are fucking insane. You're insane. <laughs> you're fucking insane. I don't know what you're talking about. My flat is tiny. <laughs> like it's tiny. The front room is tiny. You're telling me that you can't see the TV if you're sitting <laughs> about two fucking foot away from me. It's at a weird <laughs> angle. That's the problem. It's not. A weird angle. <laughs> Maybe you. I, had, I think Stu's picture proves you can't. It. You're fucking, you're fucking insane. This is insanity. This is insanity. Uh, what are you talking about, James? Is you having to move a 50-inch TV every time you want to see the whole screen. That's insanity. Wait, I, I can't believe that you think that one position for a screen is right in no, every situation that you're in. you just put, you just put the in. TV down, right? And then you sit in front of it. It's like you don't have to keep like, adjusting <laughs> it like constantly. Right, okay. Give, give me... Right, James, you know my flat more than the other two. Matt's only been here once. No, Sean's been never in, been well, here. At least three times, you idiot. Have you? Yes. Well, uh, James has been here more than that. Ooh, what would okay. you do? What would you What would you do for a better position for that television? I don't know. I mean, it, this is what I'm saying. You see, this is why I don't, don't want to be too harsh about this because you are, like, it is a bit difficult to figure it out, you know, because the TV is massive, let's be honest. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it's yeah, like, it's <laughs> and it's like, it would be difficult to get it in, you know, at, like, at the right angle, you know, with the and also have that sofa. But the sofa's massive. I, did, as I, well. can't, I, did, did, I, I want suggestions. What's the what? What would you do? What would you do with it? It's not my flat. It's not. It's not my. Can't make it better. No, make it better. You, you, you want to give it all the big and let's let's hear well, let's can, hear can your you solution. Move it further in the corner, so it's um, so it's more of the left hand side of the picture as we're seeing it. it did, which is what it was before the Nintendo fucking fuck up. I could move it over to the left-hand side. But surely, Matt, if I did that, surely you'd have to crane your neck even more to the left from this side of the sofa that I'm sitting on now. Surely that's that's worse, isn't it, Matt? Don't you no, make it more difficult? it's about as bad as it is currently. I just... I, you, you, 
you've got no idea. Anyway, I don't really care. I'm comfortable. I sit in the I sit in the corner of my sofa, feet up, TV bang on at the end of my face. It's beautiful. I love it. And if, if Joe Wall sits next to you, is there like a fight? Like, I'm not on the right side and I'm not going to see the... Like... No, because we're not fucking weird. We just go, okay, I can see the TV. <laughs> I can see Good. most of the yeah, TV. Yeah, that's it's right, fine. because you're like, you know, you're like husband and wife or whatever. I don't want to sit as close to you as Joe probably does. All you right, know, it's like, James. You know, don't come up in a couple of weeks' time then. Stay at home. I love this not even into myself. But I know you will come up because you can eat pizza and play computer games. No, 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 James, if you go there, basically, if you play like Pez, just make sure Dave's on the right-hand side and keep the ball in that, in that area of the screen. Dave won't know what's happening. You see, but see, I've already answered that, Matt. I don't know what you... <laughs> You're banging on about a point that I've already yeah, just, addressed. Just rearrange your room and send another picture to Stu and we can get approval on this. Okay, can we kill this now? Because it's yes, getting let's late kill this. and I want to go to are bed. We, are, we, are we done, Matt? Do, what should people do on the internet? Twitter. Good. And see um, next week. we'll see you next week. <laughs> that was episode 50. We'll see you for 51 next week. Uh, thanks for living it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.